Hey folks, just wanted to let you know that tickets are now on sale for our first live show of the year and our first live show in Los Angeles, California, specifically Pasadena, California. We are doing a show here in our hometown on March the 17th at Rose City Church in Pasadena because, as it turns out, churches are not that hard to book as a venue for this show. So even though it's a church venue, don't worry. I mean, we are we are making you go to church if you come to this show. I'm sorry, but it, you know us. You trust us. You trust our hearts. It's not a trap. I promise it's not a trap. Tickets are now on sale. You can go to goodchristianfun.com slash live to get your tickets now, and we hope to see you there. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Question. What do Baz Lemon and Rebecca St. James have in common? Oh, they both hail from Australia, mate. Sydney, Australia. Should, should I redo that? <laughs> Born Rebecca Jean Smallbone, the singer futurely known as Rebecca St. James, got her start, and this is true, at age 12, opening for Carmen on his Australian tour. Hey! Hashtag Australia again. Australia again. Australia again. She soon released an independent album, Refresh My Heart. At age 13 in 1991, her self-titled major label debut would follow in 94, and she'd then continue to evolve as you would imagine a Christian pop artist would, plus or minus a few big flannel shirts. But while her vocal style and musical arrangements in the 90s would share much DNA with the Lance Morissette's, Rebecca went on record in an unusually defensive-sounding interview to say, I don't listen to secular radio. I don't touch that stuff. I would never in a million years buy an Alanis Morissette song, except if I was passing through a room when someone else was listening to it. (laughs) So specific. (laughs) This almost impressive opting out of pop culture would come to a head on her 2000 album, Transform, which featured the unofficial True Love Waits anthem, Wait For Me. An ode to purity in the form of a letter to Rebecca's hypothetical future husband. On the subject, Rebecca said, The idea for this song came from letters I have written to my future husband that I will one day give to him. I sing it not just to give him, but on behalf of young women today, encouraging the future husbands of our generation to stay sexually pure, to wait for us. From then on, Sexual Purity became Rebecca St. James's franchise. <laughs> Writing a book on the subject, Wait For Me, colon, Rediscovering the Joy of Purity and Romance, the Wait For Me Journal, colon, Thoughts for My Future Husband, and the Wait For Me Study Guide, colon, Discover the Power of Purity. <laughs> she also wrote Sister Freaks, <laughs> which does not refer to a subgenre on Pornhub, but a book of, quote, <laughs> Stories of women who gave up everything for God. St. <laughs> <laughs> James would continue to use her platform for the cause, even more validated when she married alleged fellow virgin and former Foster the People bassist Jacob Cubby Fink. 
Suffice to say, the kicks were not the only things getting pumped up on their wedding night. <laughs> small, bone, small bone finks. They now reside in Nashville with their two children, which I'm sure they conceived as economically as possible. St. James experienced much success commercially with her albums, God, Christmas, Pray, Transform, Worship God. If I had one chance to tell you something, and I will praise you. She also dipped her toes into literary waters as well, authoring books like What Is He Thinking? and novels like Sarah's Choice, the novelization of a pro-life Christian movie that she stars in of the same name. And while other Christian artists may sometimes hide behind the veil of vagaries regarding their calling, St. James is blunt to a fault, leaving us with the impression that she truly doesn't care all that much about music, saying, quote, The stage means nothing to me. If it wasn't for God and the message he's given me to share, I wouldn't be doing this. There's no way. I don't care about the art form of music as much as I care about the message. So, we listen to Rebecca St. James, specifically her single, Wait For Me. And we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. (laughs) Those quotes, I just couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca St. James, Australia, finding Nemo. It's turning into a beetle, I understand. No, I love your Australia accent. (laughs) Then you're going to love this. Good day, mates, and welcome to Good Christian Fun. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. Oi, I'm Caroline. Australian. Oi! Oi! And we're here, we're here to have little good... Christian. Fun. If there's anyone listening to Australia, well, they're not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it. But if there is, come up with a pronunciation guide for us. A how-to for the accent, if you will. Okay. And send it to us, and we'll read your favorite Bible verses in that accent. <laughs> we guarantee we are going to do this. We'll do it. We'll do like a second gonna, service of that. I'm going to study up by watching some Margot Robbie videos. Ew. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in- like... Yeah. Clips of her from Suicide Squad or I, Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Where she doesn't have an Australian accent. Right. I'm going to reverse learn. I'll start with her, her American accent. Sure. Okay. And I get that. And then go back from there. Well, Caroline, what is Good Christian Fun? Good Christian Fun. Man, I'm happy you asked, Kevin. Man. <laughs> it's a podcast uh, where we talk about Christian pop culture. Um, Kevin and I are both Christians, mm-hmm. technically. Technically. For the time being. And we will be officiated as soon as two of our listeners decide to get married. We're going to get officiated oh, the second that happens. is that how we'll become a part of the clergy? Yeah. Wait, well, are we both ministering the wedding? I, I would assume, well, it's up to whoever gets married, but I think it's insulting not to ask both of us to co-officiate. It would be rude, yeah. Right. Unless... Uh, but if you do want to make me the lead officiant, I'll be happy to do that. Sure. Same way, Caroline and I are Christians. <laughs> We're Christians, and uh, we talk about this stuff. We're not here to uh, tear it apart or tear faith apart, but oh. um, but also we are not going to uh, try to get you saved. So We're not going to proselytize to you. It's an impossible middle ground that I think we might have found. Hey, listen, I will say, 
these emails we're sending out to possible guests to come on, I'm like, what do I tell you? I don't know what to I, tell you Yeah, about this show. I do. Other than just give it a listen. Wait, you do? Yeah. I mean, I do. I wrote a template for well, you. Well, no, I, yeah, and I went by the, I don't want to fight about this right now. Kevin but and I are in a fight. We're not in a fight. We love each other. We're friends. It's So good. we never fight. We, friends who love each other never fight. It's a fact. <laughs> So anyway, that's GCF. That's, that's in a good little Christian nutshell. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of nutshell. <laughs> Caroline, how's your heart in a nutshell? Uh, my heart is good. I'm feeling real giggly today. Uh-oh. I watched a long Vine compilation. What was <laughs> your favorite? Good, for a good 15 minutes at work. Don't make me describe a Vine. I'll describe a Vine to you. All right, let's hear it. Uh, I think the, maybe one of my top 10 favorite Vines of all time is She. Just, just what you do favorite did one of my tweets hey. she won the D. <laughs> and people who know that vine will know what i'm talking about it is good vine you tweeted it the other day yeah i mean vine a, a lot of vine was hecka racist and bad and mm-hmm. toxic and sexist and sexist and problem <laughs> problematic and homophobic but some of it was good. But man. <laughs> I mean, some of those Vine deep dive dives did make me feel closer to mortality than ever before. Um, how is so your heart, Kevin? Your heart's good because of Vine. Yeah. I'm the branches, you are the Vine. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yes, rest in peace, Vine. <laughs> My heart's doing all right. Um, I will say for Valentine's Day Eve, which was last week at this point, yes. um, I saw Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, did you go for the, the first Lemley? time ever? Yes, How fun. And I didn't know it was playing. I literally, I felt like I was in olden times. I just walked by the theater. I was like, "What's that on the marquee?" Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> and I just went in. I'll catch the evening train. It was home cool. Later. Yeah. How fun. Uh, the movie's okay. I didn't love it. That's okay. But Meg Ryan was. <laughs> I think current you, Meg Ryan makes you forget what Meg Ryan was. Did you nut? Did I nut? Caroline. <laughs> I was just going to say she's a charming woman. In the, did I nut? Oh my God. The question is, did I go to the theaters <laughs> and watch the 1993 romantic comedy Sleepless in Seattle? And as and, you reflected on nut. Meg Ryan's changing looks. No. Oh the answer is no. I didn't nut. <laughs> I would never do that. I haven't nutted in. I mean, listen. Oh my god! <laughs> nut? Yeah, I heard about nut. <laughs> it's been twenty-five years. Oh, anyway, uh, Tom Hanks is good in it too. Yeah, he is. And I haven't I, seen that movie in a long time. It's is that the one where they fall in love over email? As you've got mail. You've got this mail. One this one is Radio Collins show over. Well, book, he calls into fights. a radio show. What's that? Book fights. No, that's You've Got Mail as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could do a remake of Sleepless in Seattle and update it to, instead of a radio show Tom Hanks calls into, it's a podcast. Oh, I love that. You could. Maybe Sleepless in, in Pasadena, guys? <laughs> <laughs> You've got pods? You got pods. You got pods. <laughs> no, that's a doctor telling a mother how her son is dying. He's got oh, po- tied pods in tied his stomach. <laughs> have you got pods in your home? They should have heeded the advice of that Point of Grace song. <laughs> Don't eat the tied pods. Unless you want to choo-choo to <laughs> Folks, we are in the midst of Proverbs 31 month. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. 
But a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. A woman who fears the Lord. Thank you, Kim Hill. Beautiful. For reminding us what it's all about. Gorgeous. It's Women's Month, Kevin. It's Proverbs 31 month, which may not necessarily be exclusive to women, as we learned from our guest, Rachel Held Evans. And may not be exclusive of... (laughs) Well, I think it's time to introduce our guest. (laughs) For anyone who identifies as a woman. Oh, that's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, you know her from her duo, Aaron and Melissa. You know her from her podcast, Oh Dear God. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Aaron McGill. Come on. No, 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 not yet, not yet, not, not yet. yet. Oh, sorry. Okay. Get ready to not. Come on. Don't get ready to not. Stand up and sing one more. Hallelujah. Sing your praise to the Lord. Sing. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for having me. That song gets me going. What a delight. If it doesn't get you going, check your heart because something's wrong with it. Check, check it. your pulse. See if you check eaten it. a Tide Pod and something's gone to your heart and killed you. <laughs> Are your veins filled with Tide? Aaron, is it uh, is it hard to be quiet while we're having such A plus banter? Yeah, I show? have so much to add, but I just put it all away. Sleep Love with your laugh, though, Aaron. Oh, thank great. you so much. I had to laugh at the nut question. <laughs> That's the best. Caroline almost legit does spit take. Do you know that I, I low-key do try to time jokes when we're out? To, to when I take a, yeah. a sip? Yeah, no, like I you or that. someone else. Like, uh, I yeah. try to, yeah. I would say I almost had my friend spit take on Sunday. <laughs> and then this would have been, like, this would have been two in a week. And that would have been amazing. That that, you would have been good. set for the rest I of the year. I would have been good. <laughs> I anyone spit take yeah. ever. That's such a great skill. I yeah. love that. Well, I, I, I believe you could do it. I believe you've made of listeners of this podcast do it. Mm-hmm. If you've had a spit take, don't tell me about it. <laughs> Ew, what? Keep it in. <laughs> Keep it inside. <laughs> Aaron, well, thanks for joining us on the show. I want to know, I want to know everything. I want to know all of wow. your history and yes. stuff with faith and 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 uh, blah, blah, Religion, blah. You've church. heard the show, you know, goes. <laughs> it's episode Not 25. <laughs> We just assume you know what is going Episode on. Episode 25 is like, any uh, listener. You, you get it, whatever. Oh my um, gosh, 25, congratulations. Thank you. you. That's amazing. Yes. This podcast can rent a car. Oh, for a century. So cool. Yeah. Where's um, it going? Okay. Who mm. knows? But we'd love to you to give your testimony. Take your time. My testimony. Tell your story. Oh my gosh. Start from the beginning. I was born into a family of a uh, pastor mm-hmm. and uh, his wife, my mother. <laughs> I'm so sorry. His wife, your mother. Okay. <laughs> Pastor and yes. a woman. Yes. Um, my dad was a Southern Baptist pastor, and he was that for my whole life until about maybe eight years ago, he stopped being a pastor. So for my whole life, essentially, he was a pastor. What made him stop? Thank you for asking. Um, he, um, I think he was like a little burnt out from his last church experience. Okay. And... He really loved being a mall cop, and that's what he did after that. Like Mr. Blart. This is his (laughs) jaws now? Yes. No, he now um, is a a hospice chaplain. Oh, wonderful. But there was like four years where he just 
did mall just cop did stuff. security. Yeah. Wait, what denomination was he a pastor? Southern for? Baptist. Okay. So here's, okay, so Southern Baptist in the Northwest. So I grew up in Washington State. Okay. Nice. And my dad and mom like met at a Christian school in Texas. And my dad was always like, I'm moving to the Northwest. That's where his family was from. Which Christian school? Um, Howard Payne University. Oh, okay. Um, so they met there. My mom was like down to leave Texas, which like not a lot of people that live in texas are down to leave mm-hmm. so so they came in like started like church planting which that's what a what a christian thing to say sort of church planting um church planting. in uh in the northwest yeah the equivalent god's planning wise would be like when you franchise a restaurant yes yeah or just <laughs> Basically, a startup right? you know yeah, a startup. it's just <laughs> yeah. like you're Little starting church a church mm-hmm. but you call it planting because of the the spiritual the biblical implications of like sowing and reaping of mm-hmm. uh souls Oh God! Yeah, soul reaper. Yeah, no, you're right. Hey, soul reaper. So when your dad, so when your dad was in school, was he studying to go into ministry and to do mm-hmm. church things too? And was your mom also into that, or would she have another idea? She didn't graduate college. Something she's still mad about. Um, but she, <laughs> she wasn't. I, I don't think she had gone. She, I think she did only two years, and so she had her associate. So she hadn't she was like, like still figuring picked. it out. Probably, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but my dad, that was all his, all of his degrees were in that. So he was, well, you know, when I was like trying to pick a profession and degree and stuff, he was like anything but the Bible. Not that you don't have Whoa. to wow. do that, but he found it really hard to get out of it once, once you, start. you were, that's all he had. So, it, well, you know, and with any job, you're going to have good days and bad days. And he was like, I can't, like, there's, I have no other skills on paper, Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really frustrating for him. So he was always like, I don't care if you go into ministry, just, just have, a have something else. Yeah. So I did comedy. It's fine. <laughs> um, they're very proud. Um, no, I think they might be. Well, um, and as we ministry in its own well, way. Well, we've yeah. said before so much and not to beat the drum again, but they're not, not adjacent. They are yeah. pretty intertwined in yeah. terms of mm-hmm. skill sets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What you need as a performer is not super dissimilar to what a preacher needs to get up on stage and do his message. Well, I'll never forget the time my dad was like, I'm going to come out as Lazarus on an Easter. What's this now? <laughs> uh, the great coming out story. He like, <laughs> but as Lazarus, he the like, dead man. He like did like, he didn't like wrap himself like a mummy. Okay. But he, <laughs> wait, a quick God's point oh, yeah, for oh, yeah, people yeah, that yeah. know the Bible is uh, Lazarus, Correct me if I'm wrong. He died, and then uh, I believe his sister or his mother, one of those yeah. people, came to Jesus and said, "He's died. Uh, yeah, please, she's being real shrill. come help him." Yeah, she was like, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. And, and then she's like, uh, she's like Owie. Owie, "Please pipe Owie. down." And then uh, Jesus came and raised Lazarus from the dead. So Lazarus is a favorite for junior high because the pastor will be like, "Do you guys know there's zombies in the Bible?" <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like. <gasps> You've seen The Walking Dead. Now walk the wi- the walking come to life again. Born again. The walking no. born again. So the choice that your dad made to be like, Lazarus He like, is did like hands in front, feet together. My dad's like 6'4", yeah. 300 pounds. And he like, like did like a, like you were, like if you were trying to pretend to be a dolphin, but obviously you're a human. So it was like him like, him, like jumping across the stage. And I, I had like. I understand how that conveys being dead. I, he, he was doing a performance piece and the audience was into it except i had brought two friends from high school with me that day and for the rest of my high school career they every time they saw me they did that at me (laughs) 
This is what he came out to, right? This, yeah, uh-huh. This is what he did. Back from the dead. <laughs> I love that your friends would just wiggle at you and troll you for <laughs> years. It's a nightmare. <laughs> this is played in your head um, all the time. So what, is it, what does being Southern Baptist look like in the Pacific Northwest? I always imagine this like kind of like bigger church, like hellfire and brimstone kind of pastor, a lot of like fancy clothes and like status. <laughs> okay. And like that was like we were in a like for a time we were in this like single wide trailer and it was like there was a little barn that we would like like the kids could play like it was oh, like yeah. no, it was like nothing like we had nothing like when people talk about like oh pastors are just trying to get rich like i didn't have that pastor dad like i had <laughs> like we were the opposite of that and Scra- so goodbye. <laughs> yeah we barely hung on for dear life and but that to me was like it felt more real and authentic and so to see other versions of that it felt like oh that's when i say southern baptist or or people would hear like if i say southern baptist they'll be like oh you can't drink you can't dance mm. you you hate these people you don't believe like which there's a reason for that for a long time that has been the culture there and that wasn't the culture necessarily where I was it was a little bit more liberal just I think because it was Washington State and Mm -hmm. and there are definitely uh, non-liberal parts of Washington State too but I definitely had more of a relaxed comfortable feel to it um then i would like kind of later see in my life in other parts of the country and just like seeing how southern baptist looked in the south yeah and it's different like a, yeah like a unique experience to yeah have. so were you all in did you love it i was all in 100 <laughs> percent. i like i remember becoming a christian at the age of four four oh, four four, four years old story too okay good i think i had seen a friend do the walk up, you know, to the front of the yes. oh the altar call the maybe. altar call, oh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> whatever, I'll have what she's having. I'm in. I'm in. I love walking. I love walking. I love attention. My dad's already the one up there, so I like him. him. Yeah, sounds good. I like him. Uh, yeah. So like, I remember I was wearing a dress, and I remember like walking up. And I'm sure people died. Like, I'm sure it was the cutest thing anyone's ever seen, right? <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. In a little double, in a little single wide trailer, just uh, like walking down oh. the little aisle. It's like insane. <laughs> and like, so my dad like picks me up and I just was like, I want Jesus in my heart. And he was like, of course. Like, yes, of course. Let's do this. So we like have this cute little prayer. And then he was like, tell Jesus or tell everybody where Jesus is. And I said, in my heart. Oh, and then adorable. everyone applauded, <laughs> and the angels came back, and we all went to heaven. It was over. <laughs> and you heard that applause, and you were like, I, was like, I gotta get some more. <laughs> I, yeah. Save me again, Dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so That's so cute. Oh, man. So, like, as you grow up, then you're like, what does all of this mean? What have I signed up for? <laughs> and then you're like, I remember that moment. It wasn't like I, I remember it. it it I didn't understand it fully, but I was like everyone else is like kind of like wondering what it all means and if faith is real. They don't really remember that moment as much or something. Like mm-hmm. I felt like because I could remember it that it stuck. That was more substantial because it was an actual memory. Yes, mm-hmm. and I felt like I made the choice, even though it was young. I nobody like asked me to do it. Yeah. Right. Obviously, we were at church all the time, forever and ever. Did you have like a any kind of like archetypical pastor's kid experience growing up? Like 
which is I guess usually I like don't the know. bad kid time. Yeah, or or like or just the pressure a lot of, of kind of being in the spotlight. Yeah. yeah, and everyone has like a lot of expectations like of you Katie and the Hudson. family. Yeah. And then yeah, maybe you have a rebellious period, mm. or you're just so good that you like crumble inside. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I've yeah. heard that those are like the the two poles of the experience. Well, I feel like my parents were really really good about either shielding me from that. Or kind of like teaching me, like they were never like, they never said that they were perfect. They never seemed perfect. Mm -hmm. They always kind of had like a silliness. Like they would let me sometimes like break the rules so that I like, like they would let me stay home every once in a while from Mm -hmm. church on Sunday. Even if I wasn't really sick, I think they kind of saw that I like probably just needed that sometimes, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. I always had people ask me that. They would be like, oh, are you like one of those pastor's kids? And I'd be like, whoa, calm down. What are you doing with that face? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And so I think I like I really was like I would do dumb stuff. Like I like stole erasers in the first grade and I stole like girls cookie in the first grade. And I was like, so bad, man, I felt so bad. I got caught. I was so upset. (laughs) Oh, those memories stay with you when you steal something i remember the only thing i remember stealing when i was a kid was a muppet baby's kermit <laughs> baby figure are you kidding me no are you Story making this up? that is the most kevin thing i've ever <laughs> I heard in my life on brand since was before he was a brand old. you didn't even know you needed baby a brand Ker- <laughs> <laughs> and i looked down and he was like what are you doing kevin <laughs> i was like oh shit i'm sorry kermit <laughs> Sorry. Baby. Tangent. No, poor baby. So yeah, I know I don't think I ever felt that like pressure, but I give I'm gonna give that credit to my parents for being like a pretty chill version of pastors. Good on them. Yeah. Because that'll make the difference. And we've talked to people for whom that has made the difference where Mm -hmm. maybe their church was kind of problematic or messed up, but if your parents center you well and I think I would credit my parents in the same way where it's Mm -hmm. like if they're chill and they'll just listen to you and they don't uh, ascribe at least blindly to whatever the dogma or just like the the party line of of whatever the church is and they can just like love you as a parent to a kid without all that stuff maybe coming in between then you'll probably be okay regardless of how you end up yeah yeah sort of giving you like a a window out into the other worlds Mm -hmm. too because I think I felt that way too that like because I went to Christian school you know for most of my life and it wasn't like particularly oppressive but there were a lot of ideas that was like mm, I don't know courtship mm-hmm. all the time I don't know about that <laughs> and uh but I do feel like even just my mom's love of movies allowed like mm-hmm. a portal of escape of like, oh, it can't be all bad, you know, and it's fine. And it's not like a trash I'm filling my mind mm-hmm. with or whatever, because it's, it's good. Yeah. So uh, so then what next? So I. <laughs> what next? What a great question. <laughs> Thank you. Think good put, prompt. Put it all on the. Uh, so what do you want to do now? <laughs> so figure out your timeline. <laughs> Okay, we're at Christian for the first time. Okay. Give us the age, give us the day, the year. You did youth group and all that I stuff? I did. I did. And like, I did GAs. That's like What's old GAs? school. Girls in action. Ooh. There was GAs and RAs. It was like the girls and the guys. Like It was like girls an elementary in school. And rowdy boys in action? Um, Royal ambassadors. What? 
I am happy with myself that I know something you don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm so proud. Come on in. What uh, royal ambassador? But it was very similar to like um, Girl Scouts or a Boy Scouts, but for Christian stuff. Yes. So it was like okay. you got badges, you like wore a sash. Was this like Awanas? Yes, but I think it was Southern Baptist. Awanas. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Awanas was, I think, just. Uh, more non-denominational, I think. Sword drills, was that a part of it? Um, <laughs> do you know what that is? Know. We didn't do sword drills at my church, okay. but I know what you're talking about. Sword drills is like scripture memory stuff, oh. and they'll call on you like First Corinthians 4, and you have to go, bah, 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 and no, like, no, no. It's when you have the Bible and you got to... Really? To that, yes. Oh. Do you guys like how I had that yeah, sound really effect? Yeah, really to go? For the listener at home, Aaron's object work was impeccable. Uh, for real. <laughs> trained, you um, can tell. Yeah, but th- th- at least that was the sword drills that okay. I knew about. And so yeah, I might, might be, be totally getting sword drills wrong. Feel free to correct me in our Facebook group, but nowhere else. <laughs> Rebuke me. Well, Rebuke. and it's called the uh, the sword drill because the Bible is called the sword of the sword of the, the spirit. Sword of spirit. The sword of spirit. That's part of the, the breastplate of righteousness. Who cares? The breastplate Ooh, of whatever. Ow. My bad. I mean, I don't even care. I barely yeah, like, care. Who cares? I'm so cool. <laughs> Put on the whole armor of <laughs> man. Sip of her wine. <laughs> Giant cup of wine. <laughs> I did True Love Waits. I, True I was going to ask, did you date at all in this time? Um, True Love Waits uh, really shut down dating in my <laughs> my entire life. Yeah. Your whole community. Shut I'm it sure. down. <laughs> and it was like perfectly timed because like a girl and guy in my youth group got pregnant. Like they were like a girl so- and a guy. <laughs> yes, whoa, it's the Northwest. So they, it's weird. They got pregnant, and um, so were they so like, it was like perfect timing for everyone to be like, <gasps> "Do you even see what can happen whoa. if you do it?" And they, you know, they were kind of like, "We're gonna make it work," and like all of this, like it was, but for. But for me, I was like, I could never have that happen to me. I will never. Touch. I will never so, see. I will never touch. <laughs> I will be. I like got the ring. I got oh, everything. Did you we, get your own ring, or did I got your my, parents? Oh, get my your parents ring? got my ring, and then it turned green, and then they got me a real ring. <laughs> and then I wore that until I was like twenty-one years old, and then I lost it at a summer camp. Get <laughs> ready did. for those jokes, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> jokes, jokes. <laughs> um, no, I didn't kiss anyone for three more years after that. So. <laughs> So my parents are somewhere high-fiving themselves. True love really waited. <laughs> True love waited so damn Surprisingly, long. Surprisingly, you didn't need a ring. <laughs> yeah. So the ring not. didn't uh, didn't help, didn't hurt. But in high school, everyone would be like, are you married? And I'd be like, no. I'm waiting for marriage to have sex. I didn't need to tell them, but I would. But That's you want what I would to. do. Right. Yeah. That's what it's for. It's the whole thing is like, it's question. a conversation starter. Exactly. Nick Jonas, why are you wearing that ring? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it is supposed to be. You're, you're, you're doing so, something weird, and yeah. so I'm gonna ask you about the weird thing. Yeah. It's it like is, a, it's an evangelical trap. Oh, yeah. always, yeah. <laughs> I, at my uh, in college, um, yeah. in uh, crew, to do like their little witnessing thing, they would hand out quote unquote surveys, and, <laughs> and the way they would do it, they bounce little bouncy balls, like rubber balls, just on the main drag. Okay. So people, I guess, would be like, tell me about those balls. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that people were just supposed to be interested in a bouncing ball? 
No. That can't have been it. I'm sure they like approached the person too, but they would like bounce the ball as like a visual (laughs) show. Everything is a trap. (laughs) I'm like playing back my college experience and I'm like, we wore shirts that said, I agree with Mike. Yes. And And one was, I agree with Trevor. What's Mike? And Mike was just like going to be a, he was like a guy, at least for us, he was like a pastor that was going to come on like this one big day and there's gonna be like free sandwiches. And and Mike was going to talk about God. And then we. Food was always a trap Always food. Yeah. College. And that was like it would be just like we would wear these bright yellow shirts that said I agree with Mike and we'd be like I don't know why don't you come see on Thursday at noon in the quad? <laughs> no, I don't care. Trap, Mike you got is. trapped. Ooh, I can't My tell gosh. you. You'll have to show you up. Have to show Did I? <laughs> How oh coy. I know. There's so what many a, coy. Uh, like, that's being a god tease. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that, okay, we got a lot to talk about because that's like yes. all, that's what, oh, that's what Christians do. We're a bunch of little sneaks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of little sneaks. Okay. <laughs> so then I did all of that. All of it. Every, all, everything that was offered, I did. You sure. loved it. My dad had like a, there was like a summer where I would just went to vacation Bible school every week at like different <laughs> churches. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Including like one week, right? Right. You're like, Only one more. week. So my mom and dad were like, get her to more. We don't know what to do with her. She's crazy. <laughs> you can catch VBS Crashers <laughs> starring Aaron and Melissa coming to theaters next summer. We oh should. Oh my gosh, that would be so Damn. boring don't to you everyone th- but me. <laughs> you and Melissa are looking at each other a little bit away from the crowd like don't you see these people are so hopped up on god they'll pray with anybody <laughs> it's like a, it's a one for one of oh, okay. uh, wedding yeah, oh yeah oh yeah i can't wait oh man no boobs though wedding crashers no boobs. has boobs in it no boobs um but i did do the thing where like you become christian like multiple times because yeah. you're like you're, you're like sure. did it work did it stick it i'm stick. adult now <laughs> and then you're like i'm more adult now so i like did all that stuff I did it like when I was like 12 and then again I was like 18. Do you remember what the 18 year old one was like? Yes, I do. That one was like excited that uh, that one was a little dramatic, like dramatic in that like I had had like um, like a like a family kind of crisis. Like Mm -hmm. there was like a crisis in our family and it was like coming out of that. I was like, I don't think like I like hated God for like a year after that. And I was like this, if that can happen then God isn't real. And then I kind of like wrestled with that. But also I was like still in a pastor's home. I was still in a, like I still had like the roots in that were so deep. And I just remember like multiple nights of just being like, I don't believe in God. And then feeling really weird saying that and like feeling like if there's not a God, then I don't know how to associate my life to things. And that Mm -hmm. was like, like looking back on that, it's a lot to think like think through alone in your bedroom totally you know um you feel like you've suddenly been stripped of your purpose yeah on earth can be like and and all you know like that was all i knew like you can play most any uh, like all the christian songs you guys play i'm like i know all of it Mm. i know these bible verses i know the i know the silliness but i believed it all to be real so if it's all not real then what have I done? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That's what it feels like. And especially when it's so tied up to your family's identity, yes. too, with your dad. <laughs> it's like yeah. an escape. And that's something I don't, I've kind of come to terms with like my personality is always going to be questioning. And I'm not mad about that anymore. It doesn't freak me out like it used to. And so I feel like I've come a long way in, like, I do believe in God and I like do have a foundation in God. I don't know that that will ever go away. Mm hmm. And now I can kind of like 
wrestle with what is it that I think versus what is it that I think the Bible says versus my mom or my church or my friends, um, the people that I trust. Like, I think, and that, like, to me is so much more freeing because, like, at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not worried about the semantics, I guess. Mm -hmm. I am just like, I want there to be, I'm sad that there's so much grossness associated with like Christianity. Like that word, I think makes a lot of people shudder uh, in this like time in, especially in this country. I hate that. And I want that to be gone. Uh, But that takes a lot of (laughs) of actual like love and communication and, and so that's what I want there to, I want there to be space for that. So that's kind of where I am now. And that looks like, that's like me skipping over like 10 years of like doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can talk about that if there you was want. a wilderness period then where you were yeah. like, yeah, but I would say I never, I never like quit God mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, but I, I like when I, I moved to Nashville after I lived, I lived in Washington until I was 21. I moved to Nashville just to kind of like, live in a new city i always loved the south mm-hmm. i wanted to know what it was like and i had a bunch of friends that were moving there so melissa was one of those friends and ah. so we all moved to nashville and there was like something about like when you're in the northwest and you're a christian you're kind of like weird like just naturally like there's just less of them mm-hmm. so when i moved to the south you're a christian you're not weird. Everyone's a Christian. Well, especially in Nashville. That's yes. the hub exactly. of so much CCM. Or if stuff. they're not actively Christian, they know the culture so well that it's not like, it's just like you're breezing. an anomaly anyway. Yeah. yeah. And so there was something about that that I was just like, all right, you guys got this. Cool. I'm taking a nap. And so like, oh, yeah. I didn't like do, like I barely went to church. I would go like, I went like once every six months and that's like weird. You know, that was weird for me. <laughs> um, I like started drinking, started dating. What? I know. It was, I love that and drinking, drinking and dating are the same. <laughs> are comparable sins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. You guys, the first time I ever had a drink, I had a margarita and I was watching. Um, it was at home. My my roommate made made it for me. And I was watching High School Musical, y'all. Okay. So, wow. and then, nice. so, so something I, there. I doubt she even put a lot of tequila in this. Thing. I doubt it so much, but I like. As, it, I remember watching <laughs> it come up into the like the straw, and me just being like, "It's happening." Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Of like, here it goes the yeah. first time, the first time. And I remember being like, I, "Am I drunk? Is this drunk? Oh my gosh, <laughs> how long till I'm drunk?" <laughs> What, how, will I know? Will I know? Yeah. When I went to bed that night, I was like, am I drunk now? <laughs> it was so stupid. That's so, I relate to that so much. Same. Because there's also like, am I drinking or am I drunk? And sometimes uh-huh. as a Christian, you're like, drinking is being drunk. <laughs> yeah, there's no middle ground. There's nothing in the middle. Right, yeah. which I think happens, as I'm sure we'll talk about in this episode, with sex stuff as yes, well. Yes, you're it's so just uneducated like, on like all what the it same, could yeah. be. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's all yeah, it's all in the same category of bad. So you're just yeah, not totally. sure. Just don't or do it. Or mystery. <laughs> I know what you mean of, of feeling like carried along by the current of everyone else's culture is Christianity. So mm-hmm. I feel like I can kind of relax a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's how I felt for a lot of high school maybe a little bit but but I understand it too because so much of church going sometimes I don't know if this is true for you too feels like oh this is preparing me to weather out in the world of secularism and, and everyone yes. <laughs> everyone else is like attacks of this the arrows totally. of the devil or whatever and so church is like I have to be at church and to like recharge and, <laughs> yeah. and head back out in sort of a battle mindset as opposed to like recharge and like this is healthy and good for me yeah 
Yeah. Which I feel like I, I feel like I found a church right now in LA that I feel like that. Like I mm. leave feeling healthier. Me too. And I, and that's like exciting. The yes. church of Scientology. Scientology. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So um, that I brings us to, <laughs> didn't want to bring it up. But <laughs> I, oh, you did. I know you did. I have a, I have a Scientology <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> oh, whoa. I know. It was, I, cool. I, uh, it was wild. <laughs> same thing though. I feel like I've just started going to a church where I don't feel like, uh, I'm, I'm leaving with a deficit or I'm not like measuring up. Actually, one of the pastors who had just spoken, I came back and I was like, thank you. That was a really encouraging message. I don't hear, he was talking about missions. I was like, I don't really hear missions talked about that way. Usually it's very much like, what are you doing in your cushy lifestyle going to an office job? You should be doing this, this, and this. And he said, yeah, you know, I've heard once that most sermons can be just boiled down to do better. <laughs> oh. And he was like, so I'm trying not to do that. That's a silly point. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Not that we shouldn't, but yeah, but yeah. so many churches or church experiences can just feel like, okay, add that to the Yeah, the burden. list of things <laughs> I haven't done. <laughs> yeah. And I know I won't do Yeah, it. there's a lot, especially in church ministry stuff that isn't just meeting people where they're at currently. It's always just like, here's your trajectory, bro. Here's yeah. where I know you can do better and where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Rather than like, here's where you are and I want to meet you there and, and be okay with you there in that space. Yeah. Well, there's always a thing of like, there's always an alternative agenda. Like our, the Oh Dear God podcast, the one that Kevin plugged for us so kindly in the yeah, beginning. that you do with Melissa. Um, that I do with Melissa. Former um, But that was a big thing that when we heard back from church people, they were like, yeah, but why didn't you help them see the right way and we were like oh it's because like that's not the the, we don't want there to be another part of this yeah there's a bait and switch of like well now that you said that i know exactly how to assess your problems and fix them yeah (laughs) yeah and faith that that's something for the small amount of pushback that we've gotten too because most of it has been people being lovely and positive encouraging and affirming but for the small amount of pushback we've gotten, and I'm sure what is similar in Oh Dear God, is that people are looking at it like it's a mathematical equation. Well, you did this work mm-hmm. on this side of the equation, so mm-hmm. to balance it out, you need to carry the four over here, or the equation's not going to match, and it's not going to work out. Yeah, like after you uh, you let them talk, you know, you let the, you listened, you did that job. Yeah. Now, now do your correct. job. Yes, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. do your follow-up and go yeah. into your sales pitch. And it's right. like, no, that's not every action is a one-for-one, one, like, what can I... Which I think goes I both ways. Story? I think it goes goes both ways. And, like, there's plenty of stuff that guests have said on this podcast that I don't personally agree with. Same. Especially you, Erin. Yeah, I'm just I have been. She's <laughs> spouting all Spout. kinds of No, lies. but there, there's plenty, but I'm not going to say, yeah. well, here's the thing. Yeah, blah, actually, blah, blah, based blah. on your yeah. personal experience, <laughs> yeah. you didn't experience that. That's not that. quite the case. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just... Like, what's the point of talking if you're not just going to listen to the... Yeah. So, anyway, especially for something like this. So, growing up with all this stuff, how did pop culture function for you? If you were all in, you must have been... Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact you yeah. were because of certain references years before I started this podcast that we shared. <laughs> I I loved... I loved everything. Like, Amy Grant, I was like, oh my gosh, Amy Grant was my idol. I used to... I used to do dances at recess to like <gasps> baby baby yes. and like, and that was like the closest I could get to like secular music that my <laughs> was mom baby baby was baby baby. <laughs> yes. My immigrant. Yeah. Um, like I remember like that was when like CDs, you could like, 
buy one CD, get 10 free. It was like in the, like you get <laughs> oh, in the yeah, mail. Oh yeah, the Columbia house. Thing, yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. So I got like a bunch of like Disney soundtracks and then I got Baby Baby and then MC Hammer, Too Legit to Quit. <laughs> and, and I was like, maybe I can just slide this one like by. <laughs> and my she mom and dad were like, ding, 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 who is this? And they like took it Oh, and, and they were like, we're going to read the lyrics and so they read the lyrics and they decided I could not have that CD. <laughs> oh so my Baby gosh. Baby was my was my main... You'd think they'd love something that said, can't touch this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> mom and dad. My, that's, that's so fun that that's not... Because my parents would do that. If I want, if I wanted to buy Jagged Little Pill, my mom was like, okay, well, let me read the lyrics. Read it first. And so what I did is I printed the lyrics <gasps> out for her, but then took out all the bad words. <gasps> Kevin! Oh, that's you smart. You little con man. But then but I, then I forgot. creative Christian. I forgot the one in You Ought to Know where she says, are you thinking of me when you ever? Oh, no. I forgot to take that one out. That one looks so natural. You Maybe know? you wanted to get caught. I yeah. think that's rude. Yeah, I was kind of bad. I wanted to okay, be good. So so your parents really encourage like, just listen, honey, just listen to the Christian music It was station. all Christian listen music all okay. the time. It, there wasn't really, like I knew that there were other music options. <laughs> like I would hear stuff on the bus, like on the ride to school. I'd be like, oh, this yes. is, I'm into this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. but, like, but everywhere else my parents controlled until I got like a car when I was 16. Yeah. So like everything before that was parental control. And I like... Do you, have you ever heard of um, the Imperials? Mm-mm. The Imperials is an old gospel group. Yeah, yeah, the it's Imperials, a vocal group. Yes, I. They were also my jam when I was a <laughs> child. <laughs> How so? The Imperials. I just thought their harmonies were good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just musically, they were <laughs> they were a fun band. <laughs> like I just remember thinking that they were really cool. They're this is fun. Do you recognize this? This is the Imperials. It's called Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'll fast forward a little bit. And again, seem to disappear. Yeah, here it comes. Yeah. This is like very uh, musical theater sounding. Yeah. I probably would have gone that direction if I knew it was a direction to go. <laughs> to be fair, as a parent, I will probably do very strict parental controls for a while too. Mm. Um so yeah, so I loved it. I loved like Stephen Curtis Chapman, Michael W. Smith. I love to imagine there was this rivalry. Like I I like a like a new kids on the block kind of like or like like I don't know. Like they were yeah. they were like older than them, obviously, but mm-hmm. it was like it was all I had that was like similar. Like uh, like I remember being in the seventh grade and uh, like going around the class and being like, Who's your favorite band? Oh, this is or a your stressful favorite moment. musician, and I was like, I have no <gasps> idea. Oh no! Like I love Stephen Curtis Chapman and FFH. Like I don't know who you guys <laughs> say. Wait, yeah. didn't the member you told me yes, a member yes. from FFH? You and Aaron did it. You and Melissa, well, rather, you're Aaron did yep. a show. Yep. And a member from the Christian singing group FFH came to came the show. Came to my show. Wow. Came to my show. FFH was my first concert. Oh my gosh! Ever, and I fell in love with them. They were so fun, and it was like one of the guys who I was like in love with, but later I would find out he was married, whatever. I I followed them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How do you have these songs just ready to go? <laughs> but the girl is friends with one of my friends here. She lives like uh, around LA. Funny. Days on the fly, 
did she know you were a fan <laughs> and came or um, was just like came she did the she show? i like sent my friend that knows her um text message and i was like i just saw your instagram are you with jennifer Eibler from ffh <laughs> and it was it was jennifer and jeremy her husband and they were both in ffh and they sent me a text Wow. And I have their phone numbers now. Do you call them all the time? No. I've tried to play it real chill. <laughs> they they did a thing similar to Point of Grace and Trinity where it was three of them, or it was four. Now it's two. It's only two people in FFH, it is right? Only, is it just the married couple now? Uh, it's these two, whoever they are. Jennifer, yeah. It's, yeah it's okay. Them. What does FFH stand for? Far from home. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> home is like heaven. You know What's what I mean? PFR? Pray for rain. Okay. <laughs> Am I doing good? Yes. Golly. What's for him? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. That's that's not an acronym. KFM. Um, KFM. Kill fuck Mary. What was that? Oh, oh come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> what about, um, what's that? Mercy came a running Man, like a prisoner set free. <laughs> that band? Custom. Fans. To the point of my mm-hmm. knees. Uh, it's Phillips Craig and Dean. Phillips Craig and Dean. Oh, oh yes. love Phillips, Phillips Craig and Dean. Is you don't have the right Craig to remain silent. Phillips Craig and Dean is a silent. funny. Is oh the my gosh, band name. <laughs> love them. I love Ray Bolts. Okay, I Ray love Bolts Ray Bolts. Is good. I pledge allegiance to the Lamb. That was one of my favorite songs. <laughs> like I like re re became a Christian to that song once. Once. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you guys, this song. I'm gonna download this song and listen to it on the way home. That's good. It's incredible as kids, like the amount of cheese we could handle. Oh my gosh. We didn't know. And how much so cheese good. have stuck to my left parietal lobe of memory and knowledge. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> that stuck to my thighs. Ew, know. no. <laughs> uh, work Boy. so hard and here Carol- we still Caroline's are. Caroline's on a different spectrum. What? No, it's, that like, fine. it's that vine. It's that vine stuff. Not a sexual cheese. <laughs> Not a, not a sexual cheese. Okay. Is that the name of this episode? <laughs> sexual cheese? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Any crushes in particular where you crushing on MWS, oh. Smitty? Oh, well. Plus one? Oh, I loved plus one. I loved plus one. Even when they went from five to three, still followed. Oh, still yeah. Still followed. Um, All these bands, they just keep whittling them down <laughs> until it's oh, just one guy. My number one crush was Matt Thiessen from Reliant K. Ooh. We all know there's girls. That I am talking The one that married, about. or no, he dated Katy Perry, right? He did. Probably. He did, he did. But I got my picture taken with him. And, you know, I felt something. I don't know that he did, but it was Did he dream. put his arm around you? Yeah, for the photo, probably. Dang, dang, what, yeah. Are you trying to get a George H.W. Bush story going? No, I'm just trying to like, see if, like, you know, you where could was do, his like, hand? vibe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wearing a funny t-shirt or what I thought was funny. <laughs> You know, I what made, did it, say? I made it. I, it said, I break for fanny packs, I think is what it said. <laughs> is it a reference to one nothing. of their songs? Nothing. Okay. nothing. Yeah. It's, it's just a reference ah, to how funny through, fanny packs are. I went through a make my own t-shirt face. Yeah. And, Wait, you made that? Yeah, I made it. And I spelt break the wrong way. Because you can do it two ways. <laughs> Newsboys yeah. or DC Talk, would you rather? DC Talk. Okay. DC Talk. Okay. Oh my gosh. Strong feeling. Yeah. DC Talk. And Newsboys, let me just say this. Yes. The fact that Michael Tate is now the lead singer of, of Newsboys. Upsets me like nothing. Like <laughs> you're just n- not allowed shouldn't. to do that. It's insane. Those are two <laughs> incredibly important distinct. Bands. It's like if Luke Skywalker went to Hogwarts. Exactly. That is a good way to. Put- <laughs> 
Exactly. Exactly. I would even say the Weird. Star Trekky place. If he, if he oh. went to Star Trek, then people would be like, what? yeah, it would this just is, be like, huh? This, this doesn't is make sense. Well, if you want to join us next Tuesday, we are seeing them Seriously, at the Will Turn. We're seeing the Newsboys. We are. Do you want to come? I'll be, out of, I'll be out of town. Oh, <gasps> oh no. I keep forgetting I, we're going to see them. Oh, and then yeah. I God, see it pop Tuesday. up in my calendar and I'm what like, what will oh, they God. even sing? I don't know. Are they going to sing Love Liberty Disco? What will people God. think? What will we sing if they come to <laughs> oh, this my concert gosh. now? Oh, my God. I mean, they're definitely doing oh God's Not Dead. They're definitely doing Shine. Because here's the thing. Oh, I can't wait for Shine. Guess, guess who's with them on this tour? DC Talk. Pete Furler and Phil Joel are with them. Who's that? So the lead oh. singer that Michael Tate replaced is now opening for them. As like it's, a solo? I don't, I don't know how oh, it's going to work. Wow. But we're going to find out Tuesday. Which by the time this comes out, we'll, we will have seen them last night. Gone. Yes. We'll give you an update. Oh my gosh. Please, we'll, we'll please put give that, me an update too. We're going mm-hmm. gonna to make a whole episode out of it, I think. We're going to record some stuff while we're there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. High out of our minds Feelings. on mushrooms and edibles. <laughs> and the spirit. <laughs> and well, the, for me, just and the, spirit. the spirit. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Strong, <laughs> strong sense of yeah. spirit. Strong showing of the spirit. Do you still listen to any Christian music? No. Okay. I don't. And I, but I do love the game of put my car radio on scan and try to guess when it gets to the Christian yes. station. Yes, 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 yes. It is really one of my favorite games because I can pick it out. So fast. Without even hearing the words sometimes. I know. It's, it's just the beat. It's the... It's the, the way the wh- guitar it, sounds. Yes. Hold yes. me closer now. <laughs> like, it's just like, okay, I got it. Our <laughs> guest last Jesus week, specific. her name is Echo, she was talking about this too, of like she has those programmed in her radio and like without really paying attention to what button she pressed, she's like, oh, that's a Christian station. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. We, we all can tell. tell. We can all tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Harry. Yeah. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. I think it's time to dive in, guys. Come on, let's go. I'm having it. Going freak. Man, like, did you say I'm going freak? Is that one? <laughs> no, but I want to. You sound like alt version. I'm you sound like freak. one of uh, Rebecca St. James's sister freaks. Oh! <laughs> I, when I was reading her Wikipedia today, I did write that down because I sister freaks. could not believe so, it. So I think it's a. a Sister Freaks colon, stories of women who gave up everything for God. Right. So that, I think, is capitalizing on the Jesus Freak brand that was so popular in the late 90s because of that album. Yeah. So Rebecca St. James. Rebecca St. James. Baby girl. Baby girl. What is your experience with Rebecca St. James? Well, okay, so Rebecca St. James, she was like a cool musician. Like, she was like, wore cool clothes Mm -hmm. um but she did the the wait for me really was the the song where i was like this song it was like true love waits like all of this stuff it's like culminating into this like i just feel like i want to do this like i already was like wearing the ring i'm waiting until i'm married (laughs) to have sex um or till you turn 30 or whatever i don't know (laughs) What happens first? Um, we'll see. And so I, I remember like making fun of half of her songs and then loving the other half of her songs. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could see, I could see her being one who's like, oh, this beautiful could doink anytime she wants woman is an active. I'm so sorry. I mean, I blacked out. What did you just say? <laughs> That's a perfectly fair reaction. <laughs> who could have anybody? You know, is like yeah. an active vocal virgin. <laughs> Yes. I mean, it well, is a youth pastor's dream. It like, does. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay, right if she will way, do that, then yes. I will. Yeah, if you have like the cool kids saying, 
Well, and like Don't that was it. like Jessica Simpson time too. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that was a huge one. Like there were there were s- some Britney Spears too. Well, you know, she said she said some <laughs> she stuff. said it. it. It really was a time that people were like saying that that they were waiting till they were married to have sex. It was cool. It was. It still is. It still is ever cool. Everyone still oh, is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kevin's crying. <laughs> Okay, we'll come back. <laughs> you guys, the guest has to throw to the break because one of the hosts. Uh, we'll be right back with more good Christian fun, I guess. I'll go back. I'm when Aaron. It's, when, it's, when it's fun again, you just hear me. Oh, In the background, um, but I did. I did uh, one time say hi to Rebecca St. James at a church in Nashville. Man, you've crossed paths. With I know. Some I real- did. Cross paths, and but that's when I found out she was a uh, small bone. That's when I found her <laughs> almost a her. spit take, almost a spit take for Carolina. Cannot spit wine over it is, it is small bone. Pillows. That's truly small bone. But she has very handsome brothers, and Ooh. they were also at this like it was like these Australian handsome I know. brothers. They were tall. They had Good dark night. hair. Is Goodness. there a brother Saint James? <laughs> <laughs> There's a brother small bone. They all have last <laughs> name. Oh, it's right, small bone. <laughs> That's why. That's. But I was like, I really remember being like, it's okay. I could deal with it. <laughs> you're like, I could, I could I be could Aaron. Be Hi, I'm Aaron. No, you, you're a performer. You wouldn't take that name. No, no, no. I you would, would hyphenate it at the very Aaron least. McGowan. Smallbone. Aaron <laughs> Smallbone. So I did like, there was like that, like where, I, and I remember like being on like, um, is Rebecca St. James talking to a man? Like I was like always watching to see like if she was dating somebody because that really is like very curious to me. If you put yes. it out there so much that yeah. you are a virgin and you are just getting older every day <laughs> and you're just like probably like, are you is- okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm crying. Um, <laughs> somebody right go to back. a break. Go to a break. Um, but like you are an attractive like woman in your twenties, like you're getting yep. late twenties. Like is the time things are happening. Like what? How? 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 <laughs> how? Because you saw her in Nashville before she was married to yes. Cubby, yeah, to Mister Fink, and the place we were at, like it was like this. It was at a bigger church, but it was like the you know the cool version of church that was yeah. like on Thursday night at seven and it's and we're in the dark fire. it's the verb yeah. welcome to the verb yeah, we got coffee to... in the back and... yeah yeah and like we're gonna maybe say ass without you know what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool but it'll be worship your ass off everybody. <laughs> yeah everybody <laughs> it will be worship yeah, your ass off yeah um, so I remember just like kind of like watching her interact with men. Just, Absolutely. Because I'm like, that's if that's all you talk about, then you better. Yeah. You better be. Well, that's our celebrity good. gossip, too, at this point. You yeah, know, that's like, true. Who's Rebecca talking to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you won't believe who Rebecca yes. St. James isn't sleeping with. <laughs> <laughs> Is he more than a colleague yeah. or a brother? <laughs> well, and I'm always like, okay, if you're Rebecca St. James, everyone knows you're a virgin. You talk about it all. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, but like you're on, you're on like tenth date with maybe the man of your dreams. Sure. And you guys are kissing. Things are happening. What do you? You go. I'm Rebecca St. <laughs> you put your hand out. You and just you say. Ah, you have your book in your hand. I have a book that says <laughs> I'm going to wait till I'm married. I have to go. If I'm Rebecca St. James, I head over to his his stereo. I'm like. Let, let's put on a little song for us to make out to. 
and I play wait for me. Again. Oh my god! I you want you to listen real own. close to this one. And then you play away from me. He's like, well, asked and answered. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And you just, you make eye contact with him the whole time. Sometimes you mouth the words a little bit. Just to remind him. Darling, don't you know, I prayed about you. But then you kind of just go back to staring at him. And he's like, okay. I'm feeling mixed signals. (laughs) I'm sure she was fine, but I can't imagine, like, knowing my private burden of (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> wait yes. for it to like to I can't wait imagine <laughs> the pressure she would have felt in her dating relationships too like I oh feel for her on that some level like and if she oh if he touched her butt or something like the I'm sure crisis of conscience she sure. must have felt you know oh and, and we're gonna grant the premise for the sake of this conversation that she's not lying that she did wait oh i believe her i believe her absolutely yes because i think because of her upbringing because she was homeschooled and she was like as we can tell from some of the quotes not into culture and the Mm -hmm. things of the Mm -hmm. secular world and things of that nature wouldn't even listen so she got married to to uh cubby (laughs) jacob (laughs) cubby cubby fink when she was 33 years old so she was 33 and she said, "We both wait. We both waited for each other. We both wait. We both waited." When it just sounds British, that's, <laughs> so, that's so sweet. Vicar yeah. Saint James. So, so yeah, that is like, and I and I want to preface whatever we're about to say in this conversation with, like, if that's you, or if that's like your story with your husband or your wife, or oh. if that's you as an individual now. Great, great. Amazing. And I actually think there's a lot of integrity. I do too. And yes. in that, and I applaud that, and I think that's terrific. Um, that being said, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> no, I, as a no, post-virgin, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, nice. not to get a uh, crass, uh, I never oh, do, I but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you never do. There is something I... <laughs> so funny to just, <laughs> that so many like young teenage virgins are talking about sex and how they're not going to have it and how like bad it is and all this stuff and then like talking about the specific lines you draw and like no hand stuff no mouth stuff <laughs> and just it's just crazy to me like I'll, because I don't know inevitably like whatever perception you had of what sex is or what it'll be like is probably wrong like whether you're a Christian or not sure. so it's just yeah. so it's so funny that someone would like actively take a stand on being a virgin yet knowing everything about sex and what to, to do or not do with it yeah well and here's what like the thing I find frustrating as a Christian and as a person that like for a long time tried to do this <laughs> I have been frustrated with the christian church of being like you don't talk about it until you're engaged then you can talk about then you can bring up questions or like Mm -hmm. i've heard this is that real like Mm -hmm. there's like this like silence until it's game time but then you find yourself in your 30s and you're like hi i have questions i have been in (laughs) i have been in situations i didn't know what to say i didn't know what to do i didn't know what was what you know like yeah and and what's normal to a normal way to react to this or like yeah and because when i was in school it was like just don't have sex don't do anything that's like sex like don't even oh i didn't even tell you guys this when i turned 16 my dad gave me a printed out typed up (laughs) list of dating rules (laughs) they were dating rules and there were it was like nine which i remember being like why not ten It was not like nine. <laughs> just wanted, add ten. You Have fun. One more. <laughs> yeah, just do like just make it around. <laughs> Have fun. With it. 
But there were there was like some that were like normal, like don't like uh, when you're in the eleventh grade, you're a curfew's eleven p.m. When you're in the twelfth grade, it's midnight. Ooh, I like, like that. Yeah, it was so cute. Um, and then the, there were other ones that were that was like um they have to meet the guy before I di- like before I go on a date, and then um no they had the guy had to present an itinerary for the date. Oh my gosh! And then a rule was don't sit in a car alone oh yeah <laughs> like, that's how do a you big get one. there a man or with uh, anyone the car always has to be moving the, the car point. has to be okay. moving yeah, and then and no then co- parking the last one was um parking. no kissing and i had i was like dad what are you talking about that's crazy i have to kiss right that's the whole point of all of us <laughs> i have to kiss <laughs> please dad. let me kiss. i have to kiss <laughs> i gotta do it can i have a kiss but we we like finally like we had like multiple conversations about it which i appreciated him just being willing to talk to me about it yeah but he like we ended on like standing we could kiss standing up <laughs> and oh. like if we remember that like god is watching <laughs> but all i have to say no i we laugh but the sincerity of there is kind of sweet and i yes. do understand that and like i remember what the yeah and and i and i appreciate all of it and i'm like i i wouldn't have picked to have been a 33 year old single woman like i did i thought i was gonna get married like 25 latest years ago oh years, i see years 24 ago. was what i had planned on yeah 24 25 when did you get married i was 26 26 yeah See, I think 26 is like you, like that's as long as you should wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole idea with so much. You gotta start figuring some stuff. Well, that's out. interesting. Your your <laughs> views that. on that have become a little more fluid. Yes, yes. As, as you've grown up. I, yeah, we're I, not trying to make you talk about your no, sex no, no. life. By the way, don't, I, don't, don't no, say I, anything I don't, you need to. I don't want yeah. any of us to say anything that would make us feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And obviously, we can bleep out uh, the juiciest. Uh, no, please, please make it sound <laughs> more juicy <laughs> by just bleeping out cool stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bleep out the word kiss. And then yeah. we sat in a car and we beep, beep. Beep. parked. <laughs> My dad was kissed. like, "You guys can't be." <laughs> I'm like, "Dad, of course, no." Okay. I think my rule was if I was hanging out with a boy in a room, the door had to be open, which mm. was a pretty effective rule, actually. Yeah, I mean, room. my That's rule was smart. if I'm hanging out in the room with a girl, her mind has to be open. What? <laughs> what? 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 For whatever what? Kermit stuff you yeah. wanted to talk yeah. about. Well, I have some theories about Muppet Babies I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Whose legs are those? We never see the whole body when they come into the room. Isn't it? Is you it a shame? You have a Kermit theory prepared. <laughs> I was. I did. Well, I did. Doesn't matter. Um, and my, uh, I also had a list of dating rules, but they were ones that I wrote for myself. <laughs> oh my! Very God. empowered. Do you remember any of them? Uh, yes, I do. Re- <laughs> I do remember one because my Bible teacher, who was actively teaching us like courting rules, laughed at how strict this rule was, <gasps> Which one? or that oh I needed to gosh. put it on there. <laughs> but I oh we had to put it in an alabaster box which we like de- <laughs> decoupaged <laughs> that we decoupaged ourselves as like one of our class days I had a good time with alabaster that. box is a biblical reference right? yes yes Mary breaks her ba- alabaster box quote unquote full of oils and like puts them nice <laughs> yeah. oh. but- <laughs> there is a song called alabaster yeah, box there is. is it CC Winans yes or BB BB or CC I don't remember it's Dee Dee <laughs> I hate um, that I laughed so hard at that. Yeah. I so, wish they had another sibling. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. It's CC. It is CC. It's CC. Okay. Oh Wait, what was so, the rule? Yeah. Oh, While the rule, <laughs> the rule was um, it was a lot of like, yeah, never being alone in a room together. 
cars together, I think. And I wrote this in ninth grade, by the way. Wasn't dating anyone. Didn't have a prospect. You were 14 years old. I was... Actually, I think I was 15. You were 15. Because I was okay. old for my grade. But um, my rule that made my Bible teacher laugh was never see each other in your underwear. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> gosh. Looking back on my ninth grade oh my school photo, which you can see on Instagram, no one was going <laughs> to ask to see her underwear or my Oh, my God. But I felt like the need to be specific, I yeah. guess. And well, that's so, what they wanted. They wanted us to be specific. Yeah, about but they were things. also like, if you're thinking of where the line is, you're too close to the <gasps> line. Ooh. Did you ever hear that? Oh, probably. But that's like so savage. You're just like, that is so low. Savage. I'm trying. Well, and, and just to, just to frame it a little bit, I, I do want to <laughs> read a part of the book that Rebecca St. James put out. Oh, yes. After please. the song Wait for Me. So the intro is. I ran into a friend of mine, Josh Harris, author of I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Oh boy, he's recently apologized for that book, by the way. He, which he should. Kind of. Oh, okay, you're Although right. Although that's right. been, he's done some interesting things in the way he's framed his, his apologies. I Was can't it wait kind of to... like, if you were hurt by it, I'm sorry, if that uh, happened? C- kind of. I don't want to speak too much to it, but it, yeah, he just framed it in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, outside the food town that day, I had a conversation that would greatly influence my life and ministry. Josh, having been my friend for many years, knew and shared my passion for purity, which is so funny to think about two unmarried people like, I'm so passionate about purity. I think about not having sex Uh, constantly. Me too, Rebecca. I think about it all the time. (laughs) So gross. So it says, over and over, he had heard me talk from the stage about the fact that true love does wait and that God's beautiful and best way is to save sex for marriage for years I'd been talking about one day writing a purity song so in the course of our conversation he asked me if I'd written it yet and was it by chance on this next album I quickly let him know I'd felt we had all the songs we needed for the project and that God was yet to give me inspiration for the one about purity Josh responded by telling me that he would ask God to bring this much needed song so that it could be potentially added to the project I was finishing The story could have ended there, but as you know, God answered my friend's prayer. As I recall, it was only days later in my bunk on the tour bus that the song, quote unquote, landed in my head. And in about half an hour, lyrics were written and melodies formed. I truly see it as a miracle song. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, but before you move on, I also pulled... A, a piece of her book and mm-hmm. I think it's a different book because I have a different telling of how that song came about too. really <gasps> yes wait a minute and it's, I feel like Hold it's an up. important detail what's too. the book uh, this was her I don't know her waiting for marriage book I forget what it was called wait for me oh, maybe um, <laughs> oh, she'd asked uh, well first she doesn't say who it is she says a friend of mine asked and um, he asked if I talked to if I'd written the song on purity that I talked of writing for years, and when I respond that I had not, he had, among others, encouraged me to write a song about for abstinence years. because of the great need for the song with that theme. He also shared with me that he was writing a book titled Boy Meets Girl and wanted to refer to my song in his writing. You may have guessed this friend is Josh Harris. Whoa! So that was, that like 
uh, <laughs> I don't know. That seemed like cynical to me. Like you wrote this so he could put it in his book. That makes it, it more of a tie Yeah. But 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 it was because Josh Harris needed a book about it or something. Like I think they're well intentioned, but it was like now no, Aaron okay. also has a different account <laughs> of the origin. <laughs> they well, offered actually, me ten thousand dollars to write an abstinence anthem. <laughs> the only thing I would be a whore for is money. <laughs> Not sex. <laughs> Maybe instead oh, no. of me. <laughs> Um, I do. I did bring you guys my my book. Now, Aaron, you Aaron. have something truly special for us. I do. I cannot wait. <laughs> when Kevin was talking to me about coming on this podcast, I was like, "What could I talk about?" And then I, I was like, "I think I have just a thing." And I went to under my bed. I have a container of you know mementos, yeah. and I pulled out my wait for me journal. Oh boy! She um, has wait for me branded journal. So wait for me not- branded journal. Aaron has the journal that Rebecca. This is what happened. If a book was semi popular in Christian publishing, <laughs> they would do the book, but then they would do like the journal version, the devotional version, right. the study guide version. Sometimes so, the Bible version too, right? Yeah, the Bible <gasps> yes. prayer of Jabez. Oh edition. my Love Dare Bible. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So this is the journal version of... The, I can't believe you. It's b- a picture of her. By the back. way, we have not listened to the song yet on the podcast. Should we listen oh, to should the we song first? Yeah, we can listen I can, to it. I, what I, I can read some of the prompts for oh, you guys from the, from the book while, um, while the song is playing. Yeah, Come well, I, I want the listener to hear at least the first verses. Okay, this is from right, the right. 2000 album Transform. Very much a sound of the time, kind of like like one of the more serious Britney Spears songs. Like a lot of chimes oh, and yeah. triangles. <laughs> yeah, and that's what's so funny is like, clearly this is a very gorgeous young woman. I know, she was beautiful. Gorgeous. Still is. The words for Wait For Me are in the front of this journal. Okay. When we meet for the first time Nice, Kevin Darling, did you know that I I pray about you Praying that you will hold on I keep your loving eyes only for me Cause I am waiting for Waiting for you, darling Darling So this is, wait, it is the hypothetical letter to the husband. Oh, listen to this. Did you know I dream about life together, knowing you will be forever. I'll be yours and you'll be mine. Darling, when I say, till death do us part, I'll meet her with all of my heart. This seems like a separate issue. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I wish Alanis Morissette did this. <laughs> I am waiting for, waiting for you, darling. <laughs> I mean, she is so Bobo Alanis. I'll play another song of hers where it's like, you, your producer listened to Alanis. Let's yeah. not, let's yeah, not let's play not, games here. Okay, listen to the bridge, though. This is very important. Okay. And especially important for... <laughs> 
Just, just, just so you know, everyone listening out there. Hand stuff. That's most likely. That's what it does feel like. So the the bird, <laughs> and then it drops out a little bit. Wait for me. Is there gonna be a key change? You bet your untainted dick. There's a key change. <laughs> Okay, and so on and so forth. I so that's say, wait for me. For all the talk about um, abstinence in this song that launched an abstinence brand for her, it's not like a hyper specific song about it. Like unless you knew what to look for, yeah. Like you could think that was just a secular song too about a girl, yeah, like about a future lover. Like, yeah, it just seems yeah. like don't. It, to me, you could read it as yeah, don't rush into romances or relationships. You yeah, don't like care save about. your love for me. Yeah, uh-huh. save your love for me, not yeah. save your, save your unbroken your, uh, your, <laughs> your unbroken H. Yeah, your unbroken H is what um, I was gonna say. Yeah, so no there tampons, it is. no tampons. Um, don't put them in. Do not. <laughs> put them in um so that's the song so that's so here's kind of going off of that yeah a lot of her songs are like i remember i listened to a little bit of your the the point of grace stuff and i was like oh yeah that's like they did sing some songs that weren't really super christian Mm -hmm. necessarily and then like nowadays all of the worship songs sound like love songs and then until you get to the bridge and it's like they say Jesus and you're like, okay, well, it's a love song to Jesus. (laughs) Okay. So, but Rebecca's name, James, for the most part, like all of her songs are like, you, this is about God. This is only about God. This could only ever be about God. And then this one, you're right. Yeah. Is a little more sneaky. A little sly. Like, like maybe she's hoping for the flood situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like like maybe this is going to be at like, roller rink night she's hoping for a flood situation yeah. before she is uh flooding her basement situation. what is that all back Kevin, to mcgee and me talk about rebecca in the least respectful term no i don't mean to disrespect that was just a podcast no, reference okay fine <laughs> yeah there's one i don't want to fight i don't want to fight there's one of hers that's uh i'm do you remember th- this one aaron it's called don't worry and it's very not specific. <laughs> this is from her album Transform. I put together a little playlist of songs we might listen to, knowing we're probably just gonna talk about "Wait for Me" the whole <laughs> so much. But but listen listen to her like vocal delivery here. On the corner of Fifth and Broadway, yeah, okay, there it is. Yeah. She's so insane. I'm just imagining she walked by one of those like Billy bass. Don't worry. Be happy. She's like, I can I can change this. She's like, God's talking to me. Here's why I'll never not hear in this song. Listen listen to this part of the course again. So it sounds like. <laughs> what does it, what is, what it, does it might, sound like coming? So the lyrics are so once you let go before it's gone. Mm-hmm. You could easily, if you were just flipping through the channels on your radio, think she's saying, so once you let go of Forrest Gump. 
<laughs> okay, play it again. Play it again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're right. That's I I hear it. I believe it. She's singing to Jenny. Wait for him, Jenny. Let go, Forrest Gump. Let go, man. Let go, Forrest Gump. Okay, so you brought something very special, and I was gonna actually I was actually gonna ask you too. I wrote this down. Like, did you did you ever write letters to your future spouse or write uh, or like pray for your future spouse? Because that was like brought up a lot in my you know, dating sermons or whatever. Yeah. Which is like, think of them, pray for them, pray that they uh, stay pure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My biggest prayer for my future husband was that he wouldn't like anyone else. That was honestly, <laughs> I anyone else. Anyone else. <laughs> I love that. And, and so I'm hoping, I just think it would be so funny if one day I like meet my husband and he's like, I want you to know I've never liked I've anyone never else. I've never been attracted them. to a man or a woman. <laughs> no no crushes. Yeah. And I'll be like, no pets. I'll be like, dang, I knew it. I, God, God, God did it. I, y'all, I actually, inside of this, I have a list of things I'm looking for in a husband. And yes. I, how old were you when you sucks. wrote this? You know, this sucks. Um, I was probably 19. Okay. Okay. So 19 is like when I did this, like this, like prayer journaly. This is when you started like this. writing for the writing for my future husband yeah, situation. So in this, she gives you like a one line uh, prompt, and then you can just take it wherever you want to go. What's an example of a one line prompt? So, um, dear God, okay. <clears throat> On our first date, dot dot dot. That's it. Oh, oh, like what? So you're writing to your husband of what you want to do? What I would imagine or what I would hope for. I will say a lot of like uh, like Christian fantasy proposals or like weddings is you've been writing this journal for years. This is literally the length of our fantasies. You've been writing this journal for years and then on your wedding night you give it to him of like, I didn't know I was praying for you. And look at all of these things that line up. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that's why this is these are so vague or whatever oh my gosh this one says when we're married 40 years <laughs> dot 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 i said can, i'm gonna read you guys the first two sentences okay of what i said to if give you, you need help for reading we're we're i'm not giving this I to anyone else wait <laughs> okay so this says when we're married 40 years dot okay. dot dot okay i wrote let's see Say we get married when I'm 23. We'd maybe be 63 oh years God. old. Okay. <laughs> this gets harder to read. Okay. Please. When we've been married 40 years, I do definitely want to take walks and hold hands all the time. Oh. <laughs> I want to still kiss and stuff. <laughs> you were 19, not oh a four, six-year-old oh. girl. Oh my god! Kiss and stuff. Oh my god! Could bring yourself. To but in parentheses, what Aaron's else. not reading is in parentheses it says Sex. butt. <laughs> oh. Kiss and butts. Kiss and butts. Oh, I'm sorry. I did. Butts it's up. really small because I wasn't sure. <laughs> How does it work? Um, then I said, this, I haven't. I haven't read this prior. This is precious. Oh, I love so this. Excited. I love this. Um, okay. And then I said, <clears throat> I would love to travel. Mm-hmm. Maybe do disaster relief full-time or something like that do you guys know about disaster relief it's a program in the southern baptist oh, i didn't know convention that was like an official term it's like uh-huh. any disaster yep, relief. just they just they really do help a lot of people and it's a really good program that's good but that's what i 
gave oh, us free to do. plug. Yeah, well, you don't want to seem like a total asshole when right, you're talking right, about right. kissing and holding hands. <laughs> you know, we're not just <laughs> and uh, preach the gospel uh, to uh, everybody. And a, and a <laughs> you still got to win him over. <laughs> um, I hope we mentor young people and give our grandkids lots of money and toys. <laughs> Oh, this is sweet. I don't think this is sweet. Oh, this is, okay. Oh, I hope we have a convertible. (laughs) I can't believe you're 19 is my thing. I can't believe you're a 19-year-old girl. Oh, my gosh. This is also, like, kind of feeling like a list to Santa a little bit. A little bit. Uh Oh, yeah. It's it's a list to your sex Santa. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. In a way. Wait, how did you know my nickname for Nate? Oh my god! No, I don't like that. No chimney stuff. I don't want it. No, 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 no. The only sack he's got for me. I don't want any of that. Oh my gosh! Um, Put my tree up. All right, that doesn't even make sense. So (laughs) uh, I don't even recognize that. (laughs) More, please. Give us some juice. So, so then the end of this is for our fortieth anniversary. Can we go somewhere cool? Like Fiji or Australia. It's hey! oh, weird. Full wow. circle. Um, I can't even imagine being with one person for the rest of my life. Well, that's uh, she's hedging a little. That's bit. a different issue. <laughs> that's a separate and conversation. I, and then I put "Bring it on, smiley face." Oh, okay. that was so one like, whole entry that I'm really uh, sweaty How from reading. How full is this book? <laughs> It's you did um, a good amount. I did about a, I did about a third. I'd say. Okay, not bad. Can we hear another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Let's see. This is just the rest of the podcast. I now. would love if you yes. oh read their di- diaries on a podcast. There probably is one of those. Okay. Here I think we go. So. Yeah. What's the prompt? Today I wanted to tell you. That's what this one. That's the prompt. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I took a sabbatical from writing in this, but I'm back. <laughs> Sabbatical is oh a good God. word for He's wondering, like, oh my what, gosh, where has she been? Dying to know. Dying to know. Um, I wanted to tell you, you guys, this is so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you that I liked this guy. And I told him that I liked him first. But now he just wants to be friends. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh my gosh, I'm oh, so sweaty. So sorry. Okay. Hey, props to you for putting it out there. You know 19. what? Yeah, way to go. Uh, yeah, it's very to bold. initiate. Too. Maybe I'm 20 at this point. I respect that. <laughs> also, he it's sucks. Tw- you're he's 26. Dumb. Yeah, he's, sucks. he's dumb. Uh, it taught me a lot about how I want my future relationships to go, and I'm not going to start anything again. I'm <laughs> just not. <laughs> Okay. That really sweetheart. put you off. This yeah. is also making making me realize that you had this day happen, uh-huh. <laughs> and then your solution was like, "I gotta go to my husband." Journal I gotta go to my husband this. journal <laughs> and let him know. <laughs> Keep him updated. He's wondering. He's gonna wonder what I was doing. Where has she been? Where <laughs> she last few months? Oh man. Aww. Um, I don't regret it, but I do wish I would have been patient. I am learning, oh boy, guys, <laughs> learning the beauty in being a single woman, but also struggling with it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's poignant. That's lovely. Yeah. So what a time to I be alive. really can't wait for you to get this to someone. Oh, I think <laughs> I'm going to burn it after this, it. right? This is- please don't, <laughs> And please. by the way, I mean, if there's a, a demo... 
at least gender wise, that is the most <laughs> ignored or like the church doesn't know what to do with. It is a single woman oh. over the age of eighteen. Get me get me started on this. Please oh, go off. Oh my go off. my little brother, I love him to death. He is a good he is a good man. And he got married when he was very young to his college sweetheart and they are amazing and I love them so much. But he and I have so many conversations about like don't tell me that I like I am the spiritual leader of my own household. I am my household. Okay. Don't tell me to submit to a man. I don't have a man to submit to. Come yes. at me, bro. Yes. Oh. And and like don't I can't preach in a church? Why not? I mean, I know why I can't, but why can't a woman? <laughs> Theoretically. Theoretically. You know, like, like... You preach and you're just like, all right, turn your... Actually, I'm just going to project this journal up on the screen. <laughs> so like, yeah. you know what? I think Paul was on to something. I'm going to step down. I'm cuckoo. And, uh, and I get it. Paul um, was on to something. Oh, but there's man. just like stuff like that where I'm like, I think those things... I don't think the church has gone back to be like, hey, my bad. Let's t- Let's look at this group of people that we really don't know what to do with. Yeah. Yes. Well, Ooh. because so many, like, I don't know if you've ever felt this, but so many women's events are either, like, you're a teenager or you're a mom and you're married. Like, yep. there isn't really any in between. And so or all the illustrations for the sermon are like, well, if, when your son tells you, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, or like, when my husband, you know, blah, 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 and it's like, that, I can't relate to either yeah. of those things, so it's not really helpful to me, and it's just giving me more of an insecurity complex yeah. in this sure. church right now. And, and there's like this thing of, if it's a single woman's event, it's how do we get married? Yeah. It's never yeah. or or how do you be content and and I'm like that's how do you be patient the and the assumption yeah, of you're like at. you're yeah, not yeah. content yeah and specifically the like spiritually leading or whatever yeah for so long you're like yeah I am I am the leader of my household I am my household yeah and I think uh, a lot of churches are like Christians have a hard time uh, realizing that that makes women seem like they're incomplete until they're married Mm -hmm. because like your sexuality is incomplete until you're married. Your spirituality is incomplete until you're married. And like, unless you have some man that you can rest upon as a column for all these things, then like you should be just be like searching until that happens. Yeah. Even, even as they're still in the same breath being like singleness is a gift and like do this. Right. You know, like you have so much time on your hands or whatever. Singleness is a gift. What a what a funny singleness joke. is. That's a phrase we haven't said yet on the podcast before. Yeah. Singleness is a Single, gift. The gift of singleness. Uh, God's I think I that journal too. Is that true? I really, I really do. So for uh, I have God, a lot of journals. God's planning for people not in the church. The gift of singleness. This is in reference, I think, to a Pauline epistle. He's writing to the church where it's like, you know what? It's it's actually better not to be married. <laughs> And I think you should do it if you uh, if you can if you can it. do it without do it. Uh, the burning and yeah. without the, right. He's right. basically like if you're so weak and need to bone so hard, then get married. But yeah. if you are strong enough to be a man of God or woman of God, stay single. Yeah. So then people have like parsed that out into whatever. We're not theologians, but that's become like the gift of singleness. Maybe right. have the yes. gift of singleness. Well, and another problem this brings up too is a lot of time, like the single people are considered to have like so much more time than the people with kids. And so they get like really relied upon to do all the heavy lifting of like church volunteering or whatever. Yeah. They're like, 
Well, you, you can stay and yeah, close up. You don't like, have kids. Can we ask Aaron to do that? You know, like, because yeah. we got to go and relieve the babysitter or whatever. Yeah. And it's like the singles just have oodles of time yeah, and like nothing, nothing going on. Yeah. And so, like, of course, they can bear the labor. We're trying to date people. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Leave I us need alone. the evening. How much open. time that takes it? <laughs> now, a lot of mental strength. It, guys, we're undermining the message that we're content in the oh, single. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. Well, and then you see that play out in. in uh, Whatever, who cares? Uh, in a recent experience I had where I was in a community group where it was predominantly married people with children. And so, the and this is always the tension in like community groups or Bible studies. It's like there's single people and then there's married people, and some of the married people have kids. How are they going to get along? Mm-hmm. And it always, I've never, and I think it can happen, and hopefully at its best it does function, but I've never seen it where. Like it, that has been able to coexist well and function well. It usually sways one way. Like yeah. people been to the will of married people with children, or people been to the well of those single people. Yeah. So the group I was, <laughs> I'm kind of in, but not really in. Or it's like it's mostly just married people with kids. And so they're like, we're gonna change our meeting time to Saturdays at nine a.m. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm. I won't be there. Bye. I'm trying not. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but. It, it, there's always implicitly or explicitly some sort of war that happens, or I shouldn't say every time, but a lot of times in those sort of groups. Yeah. And uh, that is a single person in their, in their late 20s, early 30s rant on the church. Amen. I do. Whatever. Also. Shut up. You don't get to be <laughs> no, a part I'm of this. No, you guys. No. You're what, so really cool. Take my ring off. <laughs> she just ate her oh, ring. She nothing. ate her ring. No, don't swallow <laughs> <laughs> Caroline. This? That's a purity oh, no. ring. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Well, speaking on that. Okay. So, Rebecca St. James did an interview with Christianity Today. This is right after she got engaged. Oh my gosh, I was trying to read this, but I don't have a Christianity Today subscription. (laughs) So I had to end at the second question. Guess who bought one for the purposes of this podcast? I should invest in that. At Kevin T. Porter. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, he just plugged himself. (laughs) No, I got, I got a, I I got a text at the, (laughs) at the same time I said that, and so I just read the text. (laughs) You got a text mentions said, right now? Kevin T. Porter? It said Kevin T. Paddington. Uh, uh, so Is that your new name? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. No, we're not. Uh, I've been trying to not bring up about Paddington, but I understand. I love him so much. I love him, Did too. you see it? He's the sweetest Did you see bear. too? Yes. Yes, I did. <sighs> it was so, so good. Uh, so good. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. He just reads us the text he got. <laughs> <laughs> Paddington just texted me. He said you're doing a good job. <laughs> okay, so this is Rebecca St. James of Christianity Today. Uh, they said, you've long been known as the face of practicing purity. The girl who sang way for me. How has that role changed as a married woman? Okay, so I guess this is a little bit after she got married. She said, I'll obviously still sing way for me because it's one of my more known songs. But now I'll be able to tell the end of this story. Getting I got some baby <laughs> and have and simulate sex on stage with my husband. Just oh because we clear. waited for, waited for. No, no Kevin. No. Uh, but now, uh, getting married. She's like grinding on yeah. it, like bending over. <laughs> see what you guys could be blessed with. You see this? You see this? Take a look at the gift of marriage. (laughs) (laughs) 
waiting for. <laughs> God, tell me to drop it low, drop it low. <laughs> Pick it up slow. And, uh, and all her all her background dancers are grinding on their actual husbands, some of whom are musicians. A bunch of schlubby men. <laughs> They're like, babe, I just was at work for ten hours. I don't care, John. Woo. Oh, so this is she says getting married is the fulfillment of that purity message and for that message to have its true power this wedding had to happen in God's timing not mine a friend spoke that into my life years ago you will get married because it's the ending to that story and the beginning of a new one so I feel the incredible significance of this season in my life on a ministry level there's just so much power for the Holy Spirit to move through that message because of our marriage we've talked about this in our premarital counseling uh, they say uh, you're 33 so you've practiced waiting for a while I know Ooh, some sick burn, <laughs> sick burn. <laughs> They're just like, roasting it's, her. It's true though. It's true though. You so you're kind of years. a virgin loser, right, Rebecca? <laughs> it's pretty dry down there, I imagine. Oh <laughs> Christianity today. Oh I know some Christian singles, men and women, who get tired of waiting for sex and finally say, "I'm going for it." Did you ever feel that way, or did you ever doubt your own message and think, "Is this really worth it?" Mm. Oh, I wonder if she she had a problem. That's and why she had to write the song, write the book, write the journal. She said, I gotta keep writing. She's convincing herself all the time. So she says, it's not that I doubted the message. It's more that I just struggled with loneliness and even feeling a bit embarrassed. You know, being in my 30s and not married. I think our culture caters to Ouch. people who are married. Ouch. It's just much more socially accepted to be married in your 30s. Christianity Today says, especially in evangelical cir- circles and in the church, question mark. And she says, yes, exactly. Now, I've honestly found it easier living in L.A., because there are so many career people, yeah, especially baby. women in their 30s, single women who are focusing on careers. I think it's harder in the South and in middle of America to be single. I didn't feel as much pressure in LA. And I think that was God providing for me in a way. I have a lot of single friends and it's not like they've all gotten married and I'm not. I thank God for that. But I have struggled with loneliness. I've questioned God, do you have somebody for me? Have I written a song about nobody in my case anyway? Maybe it was just a song for other people to sing. I don't know. Oh, I've man. wondered. <laughs> I know. I've wondered, is it even your plan? Deep down, I believed he did have someone for me. But in my weak moments, I questioned that. A few years ago, I felt like God called me to take my hands off of that dream. Interesting phrasing. <laughs> to get married. <laughs> and to entrust that dream entirely to God to the point of saying, if it's your will for me to be single, then I trust that you have a very good reason. Every Christian girl gets to that point. <laughs> Hashtag yes, all Christian girls. <laughs> that was a grieving time. That was hard. And I had to come back to that place quite often to find the balance between still hoping that there is somebody to where you kind of die emotionally going, woe is me. That's where the balance comes in. And it's very challenging. So she was, you know, she's pretty genuine. That's I pretty feel honest. like in that yeah, yeah. answer. I, I'm, I like that. And again, I know, I know we're laughing a lot, but I don't want to like dog on the idea of that. Yeah. And I realize I don't want to dog on it all the way either. I do think that, <laughs> but just halfway. <laughs> I want to joke around, but also there is like so there is something beautiful to it. I think the thing that makes me crazy is the lack of communication. Mm. That's what makes me absolutely crazy. Communication to m- single the, people about the lack of communication about sex in general in the church, where it's like, yeah, hey, we're we're gonna tell you this is the way we're going. Like this is the way we believe God is like over so you wait till you're married sure. to have sex and 
anything in between there, there's just like nobody talks about it until you are engaged. Mm-hmm. Or if you make a mistake, then mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, you made it. You Then it's a mistake. Like everyone, oh, and you got to go back to your girls' group, your men's group, and say, yes, "Guys, I come sad. to you sorry. I come to you sad." To your I, accountability partner. Yes, <laughs> I've been waiting for this to oh, come. Oh, the up. accountability partner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, and I want to explore this just for a hot second. But this is, <laughs> we've actually, all had an accountability partner. Well, this is what your husband coined as a term. Oh yeah. So this, this here's my own anecdotal experience in a in a men's group where there was a guy engaged to a girl and he said oh, guys pray for us we messed up again the other night oh, we again, again. We, okay. or what christians will say is uh, we stumbled we stumbled we stumbled into sexual sin which is about like stumbling blocks which are just like little temptations to like, right. trip you up but then <laughs> inadvertently the messaging is Hey, bro, I got some. Or, hey, right. girls, I got some. Right. So, <laughs> Nathan, <laughs> in a stroke of genius, if you will, has coined the term a stumble brag, which is when <gasps> oh, you confess sexual gosh. sin, but at the same time, you're looking for some high five. You're kind of like, <laughs> like oh, but, uh, <laughs> stretch my dick. Stumble brag is genius. Because there is a deep sense of shame as you're telling it, but also yeah. kind of like, but I know I took a little bite of the tree of knowledge, if you know <laughs> what I mean. I know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> and you do. And I will, the tree of to your point, I understand what you're saying too, because I feel like for so long, uh, we, we talked on and on and on about all the bad things you could do sexually, but there wasn't ever like a positive uh, no. sexual example of like, here's what my wife and I do. Here's what my husband and I do. This is nice. It's not everything. It's not going to like change your whole life, but it's great. And like, here's a nice way to think about it. And I'll be specific. So you don't have to just like have this amorphous wondering of like genitals smashing. Right. <laughs> and it, I feel like that, that <laughs> mm-hmm. was lacking in a way that like, yeah, because there was so much mystery and so much gray area, you didn't feel safe to learn about it. And if you did, it was like in these weird spurts that yeah. were still like half knowledge that wasn't helpful and would like could set you up for failure. And you just like learn from your friends that are doing stuff. And then yeah. you're like, I can't even ask questions because I can't do it. Yeah. And like you're not supposed to learn more about it because that might cause you to stumble right. or like be tempted or to even think about sex, which you're not supposed to be thinking about. So. Right. Which I think is it's tough because, again, I want to affirm everyone's personal freedom and liberty for, for doing that. But yes. I think I agree yeah. with you generally, Aaron, in that I think we should all come to a consensus and get on the same page of like, there's communication issues. Yes. And mm-hmm. that's what leads to things like, honestly, sexual abuse and yeah. things about, oh, if you think it's either no sex or all sex is bad, then you don't care about differentiating and distinguishing what is consent versus lack of consent yeah. versus mm-hmm. enthusiastic just consent. Like you it's just, just sinned. Yeah, it's yeah, just it. all sin. Yeah. And you still feel like all sin is first and foremost between you and God. And whether or not that's true, you kind of take out the other person in that mm-hmm. aspect. So you see this in like rape culture within the church where it's like, well, I did my penance to the Lord, so we're good now, right? And that doesn't take into account like victims of sexual abuse mm-hmm. and victims of rape. So I think... I think purity culture is very directly tied into that because 
when you communicate abstinence only and shut up about everything else, then you don't get to explore that and really empower and educate people with the knowledge that they need for whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause like how to be safe about it. And, and that kind of thing. Cause even in public schools, abstinence only doesn't yeah. work. And this is a, this is a whole GCF second service topic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, purity yeah. culture, there's so much there and there's so much we've been affected by too. And I think another piece of this that we can unpack more someday, but also the fact of like stressing virginity so hard and especially on women and giving the idea that like, if you do anything, then you're used and you're gross yeah, you're and you're broken. like a used bandaid, I think was a, was a like metaphor Oof. used often. Like no one wants to use a used bandaid. No one wants that. Did you guys ever do the thing where you passed around the rose? No, did like you had a heart and then you ripped off pieces like for every oh yeah like handed it out and then like they were like it was like this thing like at the end of it you just had a pile of pieces of paper in your hand right and it was like to signify that like if you gave each of these people a piece of you then by the end you would just be shreds of paper like it yeah. was like to teach you to like keep your heart whole which i it's like i understand the <laughs> right what they're trying what they're trying to, to do but it was yeah. like like looking back you're like oh i'm just like if someone that made me terrified to do anything, anything to like have yeah. any connection with someone lest that not pan out to marriage and then there's a piece of me gone you know that my husband doesn't get to have <sighs> sure, right, the, one, right. the one i saw was like they'd say the pastor would say here's a rose everyone pass it around the room and then pass it back to me when everyone's done That's holding horrible. it. And then by the time it gets back to him, it's like, now look at this rose. It's all messed up. It's all bent and broken. And the petals have fallen off. Who would want this? That's what it's like when you have sex. Right. When you That's sleep when it's around. like when you sleep around and have multiple sexual partners, etc. Yeah. And uh, just like this kind of slut shaming, mm-hmm. not helpful, and not help, not let alone the implications of that are messed up. Mm-hmm. But even for the person sitting there that has slept with people their self-worth is like in the garbage can sure. at that point too. So there's a lot there. Yeah. There's a lot here. But before we get to our <laughs> final thoughts on Rebecca St. James, I do want to play a snippet of a song from her second album, God. Look at <laughs> sweet Rebecca. God. It's God, pray, God. transform. Oh, that's my favorite. They're all me. one word. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> Alive. Everything is stuff. Now to be clear... This is still the woman who says, I would never listen to Liz Moore set. Oh, yeah. He is a Liz Moore set. I feel drunk, but I'm sober. There's a song called You're the Voice. Anyway, I just want to play that. There's. Do you guys know... I like um, her voice. She has a good voice. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, do you guys know Jackie Velasquez? Oh, yeah. Jackie. Who Jackie? Jackie Velasquez. Jackie Velasquez. There's um, Go and Sin No More. I texted you this the last second. That Go and Sin oh, No yes, More. Yes, yes. The opening to that song. First of all, I love Go and Sin No More. It's such a fun song to sing. <laughs> Yikes. Um, doesn't it sound like the opening to um, I Get On My Knees? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was like... Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. That like. I sinned. Come. But it's not a song at all. But it sounds exactly. Yes. This is Jackie Velasquez. What? Wow. Thank okay. you so much. Yes. I am a musical genius. <laughs> you are. I am. 
Well, who's this guy that looks like, uh, what's his name Man, from Legion? This is corny. You know what? I think there's some similarities between Christian songs. I think what? you're sometimes. right. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're a little short on time, so let's wrap it sorry, up with sorry. our. We no, really, no, 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 we really want No, this is good. We needed it. We have to talk about this. Yes. We were dying to talk about it. So let's just do it. We've talked about it a lot. Let's just do it on the basis of the song Wait for Me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because we didn't really talk about any of our other music. I don't care. I think, and I go, we, Caroline and I have been going back and forth about like, is it better when you cover an artist to do like a whole album or just a, or just a couple of songs? songs or really in this case, just one song and then the conversation goes where it goes. But I think this has been a really good conversation. So I like doing one song sometimes. Especially for her. Especially for her. It seems like the centerpiece of her whole thing. It really so, does. Yeah. yeah. It's very central. Mm-hmm. So uh, the way this works, Aaron, is we're going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down in the form of a holy toast <laughs> or holy roast, holy toast. We send it to heaven where the angels will be toasting with, with virgin champagne. Extra virgin. <laughs> Some of that Martinelli's. <laughs> or we send it to hell where no one's a virgin. <laughs> they know what they did they know caroline we'll start with you (laughs) i'm gonna give rebecca st james's wait for me a holy toast uh i like this song and i i feel like i was really familiar with it in the way that like it must have been in a movie or something wasn't it a movie Am no. I just making that up? It was a movie. How did I hear it? It is her life. <laughs> it's true. It's so cinematic she's that an it actress, felt like a movie. So it's Wait kind of... Sarah's well, choice. Wait in. I liked it. It reminded me of, uh, I don't know, like, I really was into Nelly Furtado. It kind of reminded uh, me of that uh-huh. kind of vibe. Um, so while the message, as we've discussed, is mm, cloudy, a <laughs> little, pr- little bit Chance of problem of with it. <laughs> More chance like of no balls. Horny with a chance of no balls. <laughs> no nut. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of blue balls. Um, holy toast. Holy toast. Aaron, we turn it to you. Um, I'm gonna say I really wanna do holy roast. Holy roast. I don't really have a good reason. I just think <laughs> it's just so crazy it? to send somebody to hell. <laughs> Send her to hell. I just want to be like, come on, Rebecca, be be more chill. Mm-hmm. Well, I would wonder what it would be like to advocate for this stuff in a nuanced way via song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder what it would. I wonder what it would sound like. Has someone written a song in the Christian world that's like? Above the clothes grinding is <laughs> questionable. Fine. It's okay, Do, though. Uh, make sure it's consensual and then follow your conscience. <laughs> and keep checking in with yourself <laughs> and others. Sexiest thing is enthusiastic concern. <laughs> Communication is key. Yeah. Mutual respect is necessary <laughs> for any kind of pants stuff. Yeah, so so you give a holy well, roast. Well, you know, that seems mean, but you know what? I think it, the music sounded fun, so like maybe she'll like enjoy a different uh, viewpoint. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sure. She's perhaps. not a virgin, so that's where she goes, right? Yeah. To hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's right. True. She does. As have all non virgins go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what we're saying, right? Yeah. It's just, you so, holy saved toast, it. holy roast. I give it. Uh oh. I'm giving it a holy toast. <laughs> I knew I you would. I'm sending it to heaven 
It's in there. I yeah. like her voice. I think she's sincere even when I disagree with her. Okay. But I feel like even though maybe the way she was talking about music, it does feel like a calculated tool, but I don't feel like she's inauthentic. And, and getting into her and reading her stuff and watching videos with her. And why it's very funny too. There's a video, we'll put in our show notes, but there's a video of her on like a recent tour talking about purity stuff. And she's like, and then that was my story. And no, I'm not going to do the accent, but she was like, <laughs> she was talking about, it, and then she's like, she's talking about her husband and blah, 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 and my husband. And then, and then I got married to him and he's actually in my band right behind me and then she stands up and they give each other a hug and everyone's what? like what? only a hug it's like a cubby. twist ending <laughs> why would that be a twist do you like, think she all... calls him my cubby hubby I think she says uh, I got a cubby for you <laughs> I got a cubby hole for you uh, do you and think she says you? does cubby got stuff? a chubby right now <gasps> Yeah, I do. I hope you know what I hope she does. I, I hope, hope she, she does, does too I, I, yeah. for the health of their marriage. I say that about everyone's parents who are still married <laughs> when I meet them. You think you say I, I hope I say <laughs> I, I say to my friend, <laughs> yeah, I I say I hope they still have sex. Yeah. I hope they're still having some version of sex. Hey, yeah. Kev, you don't need to do that. Well, no, I think you know it's what? sweet. But I do it too. I <laughs> I do think there's some... I'll tell you a story offline. You know what I mean? Oh, offline. Um, but, uh, but I think it's important. And I also like hope for myself to be like... Yeah, oh, yeah of 50s. course. Like conceptually. <laughs> but I love that you check in in your own mind when you meet someone's parents of like, man... I just hope that they're doing it. I I really hope they are. I hope that uh, God hears this little prayer from Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I tell the friend. I don't just tell God. (laughs) Oh, you tell their friend. That's so funny. Yeah, I tell the friend. I I want you to imagine your parents (laughs) having sex because I think because they love each other. Not because it's gross and that they're your parents, but because (laughs) you you bring out like your Kermit doll and your Paddington doll. You said when a Kermit loves, I don't have a Kermit doll yet. I thought you stole one. No, I gave it back. I think. Oh, I think it. I gave oh, it back. Think I'm not sure. I gave it back. Well, There's listeners, we know what, we story. know what's on his wish list. Oh now. boy. Okay. Well, oh, holy toes for me. I think it's sorry. musically all right. I think. I think even divorce from the sentiment of abstinence, like the idea of like waiting for someone. I see the value in this perspective. I see the value in that mindset. And I remember when I first got to LA, and people were like, "Wait, why are you? What are you?" My former boss and I had a 90-minute talk about... I mean, we were, like, kind of friendly. Like, we weren't... He wasn't like, get in my office. But, like, (laughs) a guy I used to work for (laughs) grilled me on it because it was upsetting to him. He's like, how do you know? How do you know if you're sexually compatible? How do you know? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it is an idea that I think is still... Because it really does, and it's not like I had a purity ring on or something, but it just kind of came up, and yeah, yeah. so it was interesting, I and it's still mean. offensive to people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, toast me, guys, because uh, <laughs> we're going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not the final word on this. You're the final word, dear listeners. So go to at Christian Fun Pod and vote Holy Roast or Holy Toast on Twitter, or if you want, you can vote for the space Purgatory. And uh, nice. so get on at Christian Fun. I didn't know Fun purgatory Pod. was an option. Sometimes it is. I'd like to put her in purgatory. Oh, <laughs> just okay, for we fun. Can do that. Yeah, you can. You can put it in the space between. So just uh, Pokemon go to the polls, <laughs> and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. Aaron, Caroline. Yeah? It's time for a new segment called... Brio, no, she didn't. Oh, I am so happy that's what it's called. It's called (laughs) Brio, no, she didn't. And in this segment, I just reached out. We'll keep it short because we're a little tight on time. But this is, we actually got an archive. We got a, a little archive of Brio magazines from the year 2006 from a listener named Eshme. I might be mispronouncing her name, in which case I'm very sorry, Eshme. But she sent us an uh, archive. You can you can send us the correct That's pronunciation. That's so cool. Is that rad? So it's nice. so fun. Thank you. Very sweet. Brio magazine for those who may not know was is like a uh, Christian magazine aimed at teen girls, Christian teen girls. From the great folks at Focus on Focus the Family. On the family. FOTF. I had a subscription to this. Yeah. Ooh. It came to my house. Fancy. Were you yeah. blessed by it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got weird. I read it at church. They would have them like oh, loosely yeah. spread out yeah. like the reading area and I would go. Breakaway was the one for the fellas, right? We don't that know. Sounds right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't dare <laughs> we look. We to Brio. <laughs> I should know, but I think they had Brio, they had Breakaway, they had Plugged In. And I think Breakaway was for young boys. Plugged In was Little like the boys. pop culture like mm-hmm. movie review. Yeah. Web- it was like the ones magazine? we've been doing. Yeah. Okay. It was like a, a magazine version of that. Mm. So I want to read this. This is from the <laughs> November 2007, actually, uh, issue of Brio Magazine. This is a segment, this is a, a little spread called Guy Talk. Oh, I so can't I, wait. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of woman talk on the podcast. I want to do a little Guy Talk Yeah, it's now. about time guys had their moment. Boys, tune back in. <laughs> so here's the byline. It says, uh, check out what these guys who participated in the 2007 Brio missions trip to Peru oh had to say about makeup, showing kindness, and what confuses them about girls. Jeez, here we go. The age range of these young men, very young men, is 14 to 16. So keep that in mind. Oh, the wow, sweet spot, they know, as I like to call it. <laughs> they know so much about We so all know much. those girls. Okay. Oh, this is cute. So Justin, 16-year-old Justin, when asked the question, do you prefer girls your age with or without makeup? Mm-hmm. Justin says, oh. without I want to see what they really look like. And if they, make, if they have makeup on, <laughs> it gets all over you. 
what the hell are you doing, Justin? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's very Justin. easy for it not to get all Thank you for yeah, making a choice What are you doing? Are you us? licking her face? <laughs> She's just up? wiping her face on your shirt. <laughs> 14 on Jake, when asked, do you care if girls are athletic, says, Oh my God. I think it's cool because then I can go windsurfing with her or rock climbing instead of oh. staying home and being bored. Oh my God. And Good answer. That. How do you feel about girls calling guys oh interesting he says my mom doesn't really like it but it depends on what they say if they ask you if you're going to church tonight i think that's okay (laughs) what's what are the odds that this was just adults writing these answers oh strong odds or heavily edited (laughs) heavily edited so funny mark 15 on mark when asked if you could claim for yourself weird phrasing if you could claim for yourself one talent most girls have what What? would it be oh like something that women have that he wishes he had sure okay and he says the talent of discernment girls know what's going on and if i needed someone to help out needed to help someone out i hate i wouldn't have to beat around the bush i'd know what they're thinking and i'd always be there to help them out okay oh boy Uh, so, so just like trying to be intuitive, I guess. I guess. <laughs> just women are more intuitive. And then they ask, how do you feel about girls calling guys? They're really hung up on this question. <laughs> he says, if they're always calling, I think it's kind of strange. Unless, <laughs> unless you're dating, it should be more of a mix who's calling. <laughs> well, it's kind of nice. I like so a his mix. Problem is, it's just that like it shouldn't be just girls calling. You prefer if they make sure they slip he in a guy a, calling so as well. Mark, 15-year-old Mark, has a very egalitarian view Aww. of calling each other. Good for him. Evan, 16, when asked, how can a girl show her guy friends she cares about them without the guy getting the wrong idea? He says, show <laughs> kindness, but don't go too far with it by showing affection by being too physical. So true. So, so true. They wow, see right so through true. those piggyback rides. Yeah. And then when asked, <laughs> what confuses you most about girls? Evan says, why do they have to go to the bathroom in packs? Oh my God. That's a, that's a grown man wrote that. <laughs> yeah. This feels <laughs> like a day. It was a yeah. 90s humor book. <laughs> yeah. Like a 90s stand up comment. Right? Yeah. That, that you would find in the, yeah. Charlie 15. Do you prefer your girls? girls your age with or without makeup he says i don't care i don't think they need makeup i don't really have an opinion on whether or not they wear it good <laughs> all right charlie's got the you right know what? Idea. he's probably married he's probably married <laughs> so or he got a lot of uh nice. a lot of calls a lot of calls <laughs> a lot of calls, girls a lot of calls. calls. and uh, then let I'll... me tell you as a probably like 12 or 13 year old reading these i would have been scouring that for whatever wisdom i can gather from the 16 year old boy that i was probably really into and there's so much purity culture stuff in in this uh for this for this issue (laughs) i'm just noticing this the july 2006 issue featuring uh, natalie grant on (laughs) on the cover there is a headline saying is it okay to pray for a boyfriend? Oh my god! <gasps> what does it say though? I don't know. I I didn't. What's the I'm age cut off for that? For- <laughs> What's the age cut off? It depends on where you're oh, laying hands, I guess. There I is know. okay. I don't know if that's in these issues, but there is an advice column like Ask Jackie. <laughs> oh yeah, Jackie. there is. Ask Jackie is yeah. in here. And Jackie looks like John Early's impression of a Christian <laughs> woman. Like she's got like spiked oh. hair and it's platinum. She's got like zany tops. Oh, <laughs> oh she's gosh. definitely. And I love reading those because I love that she gave like straight talk. And then I'll just do this one because we're short on time. 
uh, they have different calendars in them oftentimes for like different days. Like, okay, for uh, here, you can see it in, in this one. But I wanted to read the October 2006 calendar, which is 31 ways to appreciate your church's staff. Oh, that's nice. That's so many days. One, <laughs> make and deliver a meal for the pastor's family. Oh. Two, send a card to the secretary. Three, wash your youth pastor's car. Four, make a care package for the children's ministry department. Five, pick up the trash after the youth meeting. Six, plan an activity for the youth group. Seven, babysit the children's pastor's kids for free. And goes on and on. The pastor wrote this. <laughs> yeah. There, I know. There's some. Tell the pastor he's good. 11. Good job. Rake your pastor's yard. <laughs> Change your pastor's oil. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh, day 18 is Ryan and perform a song of thanks. Oh, that's nice. Wow. That's dedication. They're getting involved. 17 was make a thank you video with your youth group. Oh, 20 yeah, is too much. thank your pastor publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that shout out publicly? on Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 20, <laughs> 22 is stop complaining. <laughs> uh, 29 is Dang. listen and take notes in church. 30 is attend youth group consistently. I'm curious who is doing ads in these magazines. I mean, it's just other. It's there's some dating, maybe some like Match.com yeah, situations. Like Brio Mart. No, Match.com would be too young because it's like 15 year old girls. This oh yeah, this one oh, is yeah. making sense of Miley. Miley Cyrus. Oh, <gasps> Miley Cyrus. Back in our Hannah Montana days. Oh, I you, was so disappointed to hear about those photos of Miley Cyrus. Oh no. I have mixed feelings about her right now. What do you think about the whole thing? And this is. <laughs> They're asking a guy named Bob Smithhauser. So this man. No, Bob. Well, let me see Bob, this man. Put the pen down. They're asking about what do you make sense of Miley? I think this must have been the at the point where she like took a picture where she's just she's just holding a sheet over herself or something. in Vanity Fair. Like the do you ones where that? like her dad was also involved. Yeah, when he was like, like really there. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all asking questions about that Bob. Okay, it's not just you. <laughs> as a father of daughters, is that as the paragraph starts? <laughs> yeah. The 15-year-old singer actress posed for Vanity Fair within days of telling Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she lie to Fox News? I think it's my faith that keeps me grounded, especially especially because I'm a Christ follower for sure. Like, love Christ, and he'll live with you. This is a good. And impression. that's what I want to do. I don't doubt her sincerity on wanting salvation, but I do question her judgment and maturity. Which brings me to her parents. What were they thinking? Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. I have so much to say. Miley told fans she was sorry. Oh my gosh. Oh no. What? <laughs> the, next, the next question yeah. is, um, is there a company that edits the sex out of films? I would love <gasps> to see cleaned up versions of cool movies. Okay. From David. I would love to see those two um, for a different reason, but just <laughs> I've heard good things about clear play editing explicit stuff out of physical DVD violates copyright laws. So clear play uses technology that allows you and your parents to program settings to skip or mute inappropriate violence, sexuality, nudity, or language. What? When you sign up for the service, clear play sends you a little USB filter stick that goes into your computer and burns it from Wait, the inside. How would that work? <laughs> The, 
What the <laughs> hell? Destroys <laughs> your <laughs> iTunes account. <laughs> this was a long con for someone to hack this guy. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Wait, you put this USB stick and then it suddenly knows how to filter your movies? I'm so curious. Like if it accidentally filtered like a bowl of fruit because they thought it was like naked it's bodies like, or it's something. Like nuts. <laughs> <laughs> visually similar enough wow okay i love yeah. brio <laughs> well we're we're gonna have to dive back into brio some other time for another installment of brio, brio no she did it by the way those were provided to us by esha not eshme thank you esha the esha from austin texas thank you you're the best austin keep austin weird K A W. We've been podcasting too long. <laughs> and now it's time to. Uh, <laughs> Caroline's still <laughs> neck deep into Brio. It's a page turner. It, it truly is, but. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to need to borrow one of those. Caroline, we'll do it for second service. Okay. Just... <laughs> Super chick ad. Oh, we got we got to lift stuff up. Okay, I'll oh, start. I would like up. to lift up this Brio? issue of Brio oh. magazine that I'm loving. They did restart. We should get a subscription and get some new issues. I'm gonna sign up right now. Aaron, this is we're we're not here to plug ourselves or our projects and self promote like we do in other podcasts. We're here to lift it up. So we're lifting up our, our projects and <laughs> yeah. our social media handles. We're not going to be prideful. Yeah. We're going to be sorry. prayerful. Yeah. Okay, prayerful. I'm so sorry. My tone was <laughs> too hype. Pride comes laughing. before the fall. Yeah. Okay. And for some people, pride falls. but um, Before the before you come. <laughs> nice. C-O-M-E. Caroline. Oh, my gosh. She just did some stuff we're going to have to pray for I her don't about. Know. Oh, my God. What is gotten into me? It must be this Brio magazine. <laughs> the life feed you're is going a picture to... of me nutting and <laughs> sleepless in Seattle and talking you about... You brought it up. No, I didn't. <laughs> I brought up the movie. Dear God. <laughs> uh, that's your first plug is Dear God. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, Caroline, God. actually, we'll, we'll, we'll start with you. We'll start with whatever you want to lift up. Um, thanks for being here, guys. You're Thank my you. accountability partners. I, I want out. I have some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have some stuff I've got to tell you about. No, I, It'll good. sound like I'm bragging, but I'm, I'm not. <laughs> uh, this week, I'd like to actually, before we even talked about Miley Cyrus, I wanted yeah. to lift up Miley Cyrus's most recent album called Younger Now. You love it. I really like it. Malibu. Uh, yeah, it's kind of got a, a country vibe to it, and I loved it when Lady Gaga did that. I love it when Miley yeah. does it. It's just good music, and there's a lot of good um You know those are both critically tunes. panned out. <laughs> I know. Well, I like to go against the grain. Okay. Um, but I truly do like them very much, and I don't know why Great. you wouldn't. Um, so Miley Cyrus, Younger Now. Good album. Younger Now. Give it a listen. Listen to her Dolly Parton song. And where can people find you on social oh, I'm media? I'm so glad you asked. So, guys, announcement. I used to be at Totem Spirit Wolf. But... Yeah, the it's gone. R.I.P. A couple of people actually brought it to my attention that might be insensitive to certain cultures, and I agree. I think it was time to go. So after literally nine years... She drug the wolf behind the GCF barn. Mercy kill. And shot it in the Put head. it to pasture. Oh my gosh. Um, so... <laughs> 
after a real intense search for a new soul name. Soul searching. So, oh, I looked at so many different names I could choose, um, and I, re- I vetted some of them with Kevin, and he was not supportive. But um, I was supportive of the one you picked. Uh, I not was verbally. <laughs> I was verbally. I wasn't over text. Uh, so now, listeners, anybody out there, you can lift me up at Caroline's farts. <laughs> At Caroline's Farts. Oh my gosh, I think I saw this today. <laughs> and was like, that's so funny. It's good. <laughs> hey, are well, you good? At one point, and I cut we talked about this last time, but I cut it out. You said, What about we were texting about it, and you said, What about Caroline's toots? <laughs> and I, I said with all sincerity, I don't like toots. It was I love a toot. <laughs> I think farts is funnier. <laughs> I think you. you made the exact right choice. Well, it tickled me to think about having to bring that up every week, but then I was like, would I regret this when I'm like a serious performer or something? <laughs> I mean, when we have John Piper That's on the show happen. and he's lifting up his stuff, you're going to say, I'm going to feel real silly. I'm going to, you're going to say, I'm at Caroline's farts. <laughs> <laughs> or think about other people that aren't friends of ours that are going to come do it. I know. Like, yeah. Farts. No, but it's perfect. I think but I it's think perfect. it's a good humility check every week. And I yeah. need that. Um, so you can lift me up there. Aaron, what do you want to lift up? Well, I'd love to lift up um, my uh, my new album. Heck yes. Mm. It's coming out on line. <laughs> I hope so. And the biggest stage. The biggest worldwide stage. And it's called Love and Dinner Time mm-hmm. with Aaron and Melissa. Love and Dinner Time. Love and Dinner not Time. Not l- I'm loving Dinner Time right Not now. Well, you know, we are, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. But love They're not and mutually exclusive dinner though. time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's coming out hopefully on Monday, which this will come out after that. So hopefully it's happening. It's out. Nice. Yay. Um, on iTunes and more. Is that iTunes a and more. comedy album? Music album? Comedy music album. Yay. Okay, great. Uh, some songs are funnier than others. <laughs> but they're all good. But they're all fun to sing. We'll let you know. Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Leave a nice review. You know review. what? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, leave a nice review and check out Oh Dear God if you care about anything. It is. <laughs> if a, you care about anything. I will anything. genuinely say it's a great podcast. Um, Aaron and Melissa have a friend write a letter to the church, and usually they're like used to be in the church and are no longer. Yes. And it's a really thoughtful thing about like here's what hurt me or here what was good or that kind of thing that's really open and wonderful really convicting to hear as someone who's friends with a lot of your guests like (laughs) oh no they're going through this and i didn't do anything yeah so yeah yeah, it's a terrific podcast and where can people find you on social media and stuff you can find me at aaron mcgown e-r-i-n-m-c-g-o-w-n or at aaron and melissa Guys, you're going to see some sweet-ass TBTs some in your feed. Sweet-ass oh TBTs. I got red, a red-headed <laughs> bowl cut from like 8 to 12. It is I artful. didn't know it could get better, and then yeah. I saw that. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, boy. And you can lift me up as per usual. I've never had to change my name at Kevin oh T. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. What? But uh, now you're Kevin T. Paddington. You can... I, well, as a username. As a username, I'm still at Kevin T. Porter. You can... You Just can, personally, you're Kevin T. Paddington. Well, you can change the name without changing the handle. Ah. Uh, so it's still at Kevin yes, T. Porter okay, right I get now. You, I get you. At least right now. Maybe not by the time it comes out. Uh, what... Do you want me to change it to, like, at Nutton in Seattle? <laughs> How about at not nothing in Seattle? You know what? I'll post a poll in the Facebook group and we'll see what people want. (laughs) I'd love to know what the listeners want for that. The thing I was going to lift up is a a fake true crime podcast called A Very Fatal Murder. 
by the Onion News Network. Or I mean, it's a fake. It's by The Onion. And it's very, very funny. It's a take on true crime that, especially after getting into that genre and like, ugh, this, a lot of this feels gross and the commercialization. Of, but then listening to that, it, it, it frames it really well. The jokes are really great, but it has a very specific point of view. And yeah, the jokes are really terrific. So I want to lift up that podcast. And my other podcast, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Goys, which I believe our final episode of the season will be coming out next Aww. week. Yes, it's very sad. The podcasting community is going to take a big hit. It really will. People love that podcast. Less people than you would think. (laughs) And you can lift up our podcast Mm. at Christian Fun Pod on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash Christian Fun Pod. And join, folks, what are you doing if you're not joining the Facebook group? Good Christian fans. Good Christian fans. It's so fun. It's a party in there. It is... It is a I think time I should suck. get in. I think I should get in and it is really party. There's well, a lot there. That's the thing. And everyone's super kind and nice to each other. And some of them are horny and have started the Good Christian Singles group. Which and, I support wholeheartedly. Which I support because Caroline and I are going to co-officiate your wedding. That's right. <gasps> if you get married. That from is the something group. you guys were talking about when I wasn't talking yet. And I want to officiate weddings so bad I always push it on people. <laughs> 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 I really do. Not like, oh, let me be a bridesmaid. No, I want to come. It's like, can't wait I have to officiate your wedding. <laughs> And I would do a great job. Yeah. You would do a great job. I would be so fun. You can find all the songs featured on this show on our Good Christian Fun Spotify playlist. And leave us a review <laughs> at iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, five stars preferably, for the Good Christian Fun podcast. And for every review you leave, we donate a dollar to a new charity. And this month's charity is Woman. Fun. Women. Women. What? Women, no, women for women. It's, I always want to say woman on woman, but that's not what it our is. Our charity is Sister Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, women for women. I don't want to laugh about it because they do a lot of great work. They help uh, women in kind of more affected countries and help them get back on their feet. So you're supporting them when you give us a good review. You're not supporting us. You're supporting them. Yeah, we don't need the review, but like if you gave one, that'd be great. <laughs> Please review uh, podcast. Please. It's important for some reason. Uh, well, Aaron, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. What so a much. what a great a what a amazing guest. And I guess there's nothing left to say now except and all dear of, husband, dear husband, future husband, and all of Pod's people said. Oh. Amen. Let's go out with the banger about not banging. Wait for me. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow. You hear that record scratch at the beginning? If you ever have time, listen to the very end of the song with the beautiful chimes at the very end. (laughs) Like this one? It's like the last four seconds. Okay, here we go. Beautiful. Well, this will be the last thing you hear on the podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. What happens when a worship leader leaves the church to pursue secular stardom in Holly Weird? Next week on GCF, we conclude Proverbs 31 month by watching Grace Unplugged. 
which you can find available for rental on iTunes, Amazon Video, or maybe in the link in this episode's show notes. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>